I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This week, it's all about football's biggest stage. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen, online at warrenallen.com. Super Week with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Woo, baby, it feels good, man. The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up? Uh, just ready to be super. Super Week. <laughs> I love the opens. It's Super Week. It sure is. It sure is. Super. People know what's up. Super duper. <laughs> Schultz's here today. Look at that. Look at him in there. Not oh, many gear. No duck gear. Golf gear. Golf gear. Yeah. yeah, ready for golf. I do. I do want the sun to pop out. I, I'd go play nine holes right now. Hey, I, I was out hitting balls today, and I'll tell you what, it was nice out there. Yeah, <laughs> right out, out there. It was great. It was, it was nice out there. I loved it. Yeah. Schultz's in for Buck. I don't know what the hell happened to Buck. I think his wife threw out the back. What? Yeah, his, her, his wife, I believe, well, didn't throw out his back. I'm assuming they were doing huh. something that they shouldn't have been doing. They're probably making more babies? Probably getting back on the horse after, uh, you know, taking a little break with the uh, the new one. But, yeah, she threw out her back uh, doing something. And then, you know, you, you can't take care of two kids when you when the back goes out. So now uh, Buck is having to, to stay at to stay at home. I personally think it sounds like a bunch of crap and the buck just doesn't want to be back at work. Didn't take long, did it? No. For him no, to it, skate on out of here? No, no. He was back for how many days and then that was basically Two weeks? Done. Yeah. If that? Yeah, it sounds about right. Well, I'll take Stead. Come on in yeah, and take the see, chair. There's a man that's ready for an uh, opportunity, Schultze. He's back. Couldn't get rid of him that easy, can you? So, I'm not sure that's ever, ever going to happen. I'm having to audible here. What happened? I don't know. I think my uh, I think my headphones are officially just dead. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I had to. I had We've to had these headphones for a long time. Yeah. Well, I got them because the yeah, you were uh, you were raving about yours. Yeah, they're great. But I've but had they're... them for I've had them for years. And there's like duct tape on them. Yeah, and mine too. I think I had to Omaha that. So right in the middle, I just was like uh, I couldn't hear Schultzy and all hell was breaking loose. So Omaha, Omaha. But now I'm good to go. I'm of the opinion that the and these it's, are, and these it's, are going in the trash. It's mainly Apple, but. I think that their cords, like charging cords and stuff, yeah, they die. They all suck. Yeah, they all fray. And half the time, you like you use them twice and they don't work yeah. anymore. And I don't know if you do this. Like those headphones have been failing for, let's go with a month. And instead of realizing, because then like I'm I'm constantly wiggling and you're like, hold on, if yeah, I turn it this, this way, see, see this here. Yeah, same same yeah. thing. It's got to be just right for it. To exactly. Work. And so instead of just doing the sensible thing, they're like, hey, these don't work. Like I just sit there for a month, and I'm like, oh, maybe it'll get better. Like it's like the the headphone fairies magic going to come along and fix those, and then it reaches a point where I can't hear anything, and now I have to switch to these, 
and now I got to go buy new headphones. And why didn't I just do that a month ago? I don't know why, but there's certain things, charging cords, headphones, anything electronic. I will hold on to that until like the very last possible moment. It's just, it's so, I wouldn't do that with shoes. Like if my, if my shoes blew out, I wouldn't just be like, well, I'm going to hold on to these or a hole in my sock. I throw that away. But like the headphones, I'm like, oh no, I, I can squeeze another month out of these. I don't know why that is. Well, because buying new shoes is kind of fun. You know, you can get yeah. something new and yeah. cool and different and headphones, not so much headphones. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like getting tires. Uh, I'm with you. Tires may be the most expensive and like disappointing thing that you can spend money on. It sucks. You're like, really? I spent all that. I spent a thousand dollars on tires. I mean, you can kind of feel it, you know, like yeah. when you get new tires, it's like, oh, really? Are... And you look at them and you're like, oh, those are nice. Mm. But that didn't last long. I no. can't feel a damn bit of difference. I you just can't? got mine done December 20, like 8th or 9th, like right before New Year's. And no, I, I can't tell. Not at all. Mm. Yeah. But you spent a bunch of money on How much you spend? I think 906 was yeah. the total. 1000 yeah. bucks. Tires are one of those things that I don't understand why they're so expensive. It's like beef jerky. It just is. I don't know. I, some rubber, you'd think well, it's, it's it's cheap. And... They're large. They're hard to move. Are they? Around the country. It you takes know? some specialized equipment. Yeah. So that, that and, and it's not cheap. Like I was Less watching strong. the guys put the wheel on the actual tire. And yeah, you, you probably got to spend like 30 or 40 grand just on the machine to do that. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's why they're expensive. They pass right. those costs on to you. All right. So it sounds like they have to do like 40 sets of tires <laughs> and they make their money back on their equipment. I th- look, I think if you're in the tire game, I think you're doing fine. I know. I'm going to open a tire shop. Yeah. Actually, no. You know what I'm going to open? You were mentioning the back problem, Buck's wife's back Yeah, she, threw out, she threw out the back. You're going to open the lumbar yard? I have a buddy. Yes. I have a buddy whose L5 is acting up. And yeah. I just feel like, much like my idea for the preemptive stintery, mm-hmm. where we just stint all your arteries. By the way, I, of all your ideas uh, amongst your uh, your platform, your agenda, yeah. I'm telling you, the the stinting, yeah. the, just the, the preemptive stint, I'm all about that. We're going to get it covered by insurance. It's fantastic. And you just come in, yeah. and we'll stent up all your arteries. Yeah. You'll never have any problems. Yeah, you're like 40, 40 years old. You're Not like, look. What, yeah, let's do it at 30. <laughs> let's just go. Everyone gets a stent. You get a stent. Yep. It's like Oprah handing out cars or tires. I mean, like, why not? Yeah, it makes sense. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to start a, a preemptive, I don't know what the name of it would be, but um, we need just, like, we need to insert new vertebras. <laughs> That, that yeah. can get quite expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they do. that's what they do. Yes. Like, well, they're going to pull out his L5, and they're going to put a plastic one in there. Yeah, most of the people now aren't doing the, the fusion anymore. Yeah. They're getting the that's either right. silicone or whatever. Silicone, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, and, like, I'm doing it at some point this year, not in my vertebrae, but I'm going to go down and, and get stem cells. And, like, why those aren't readily mm. available, it's ridiculous. How about this? Good vertebrations. Yeah. <laughs> We've got your back. I could. That's no, wonderful. No, no. Good vertebrations is well, where I it's think, at. I think it's called good vertebrations, but yeah. then the slogan is "We've we, got, we your, got back. your back." I love it. Same guy says the lumbar yard. Well, yeah, that's fantastic. Exactly. Great, great stuff. You got to come up with like catchy, uh, now catchy I just little need, names. Uh, some investors. What do you think? <laughs> Stintery right next to the good vertebrae or yeah, we, good vertebrations. Yeah, you just make it like under one kind of umbrella. And then we have like a bar and like a golf simulator back there too. Kind of like an X golf, but uh, you know, with the stintery and uh, the, the lumbar so yard. So if the back. you vote for me, yeah. no more back surgeries <laughs> and 99.9% 
fewer heart attacks. I love it. It's a proven fact. I am it's on board. science. Where do I vote? Where do I sign up? You're lucky if I run. <laughs> That's not going to happen. In this world. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I don't want to run. No. Although, you know, if you're up for corruption, you can make a lot of money. You know, everyone that goes into government goes in without a lot of money, and then they come out rich for some reason, even though that's my favorite part about our elected officials. You either get, like, the Bloombergs of the world that are worth billions and it doesn't matter, and they just want to go in to, you know, to say that they're the mayor of something. Or you get the person that goes in, and they're worth, like, $9, and then, like, 10 years later, they're like, uh, somehow, uh, even though I make $175,000 a year, I'm worth, like, $12 million. You can get on that. Nancy Pelosi, uh, was it uh, was it Scott Walker or was it that the guy from Wisconsin? Uh, yeah, Scott Walker. Is it Scott right. Walker? Yeah, yeah, you just go in there and you start making some trades that like make Warren Buffett jealous, and then you're like, oh, I'm rich and I'd like to walk away now. My best friend was actually. I think there's a Twitter account still going. It follows the trades that Nancy Pelosi makes. Yeah, she's it, like the greatest yeah. investor of all. My time. My kid told me about that. Yeah, just follow the trades that she's doing, and, and they're you'll great. make money. Yeah, yeah, they're usually money makers. <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead serious on this. Like, first off. I'm readily uh, going to admit it. If I was in government, I would be for sale. I mean, come on. Of course. Yeah, let's go. I don't L- think you could hold out. <laughs> no. Like, I mean. No, there's zero chance. They're like, coming they, at you hard. They would wine and dine me, yeah. and they know what I'm looking for, and they'd be delivering You feel it. obligated. Exactly. Look, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah. They bought me hookers. But if if you are in that, well, you know, hey, hookers and blow in a private plane, and like, like also I'm in New Orleans a bunch of, I'm like, ah, this is the Key West. Yes, we're doing this. But if you're in government, right, and you find out that there's, like, some sort of tech deal coming down the pipeline, how are you supposed, especially, like, if you have stock already in a competing company, like, or or you're an active, like, how are you supposed to ignore that? You're just supposed to go to, like, your entire, you've got half a million dollars tied up in, in one company, and you realize that that company is about to get wiped out. Are You're telling me that anyone's just going to sit there and be like, well, like. Well, no, it's, you, you make the move. It's illegal, just, to, it's illegal to trade, so I guess I'll just sit no, here and get wiped no, no, out. No, no, no. You make the move, and you just hope nobody notices. Exactly. And when they do, they'll slap you on the wrist. And yeah, and then you just shrug your shoulders, and you're like, I don't know. Somebody said, shouldn't the station provide you with headphones? <laughs> well, they're, I mean, that's what these are. <laughs> you fools. They're here. They're just... um. I guess those are yeah. station headphones. They're uh, from 1996. I would put it this way. We've all been bowling before, correct? Does anyone here have their own bowling ball? No. Uh, Swigard does. Yeah, I have a bowling ball. Do you? Yeah, and and they're very nice. When you have your own ball and they're... they're What's g- the difference? Uh, well, they're actually good. They're not all ripped up. No one has had their gross fingers in them. Well, that one? Okay, I'll right? buy that last bit. Yeah. So oh, Ripped up? What do you mean? I've never had a bowling ball that was ripped up. Oh, gosh. They're just... They're they're gouged and they're just beat to living hell because some dude has taken it and, you know... Doesn't done... stop me from bowling a 110. <laughs> exactly. So this is my point. When you go to a bowling alley, you can bring your own ball. That's like our headphones. Or the bowling alley provides them for you. You don't need to bring your own ball, but I can assure you, it's much better if you if you do. So the headphones here at the station, that's like going down to the old Tiger Bowl and just being like, yeah, I'll, I'll take this bad boy that's been here since 1982 and God knows what's been in it. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, that's that's the headphones. Yeah. Smell your musk or whoever An was Odyssey the last station. person to wear them. It is one of the more disturbing things that yeah. we do in you, public. I don't ever think about it, but you just made me think about it, yeah. and now I'm grossed out. Think about where you're putting your yeah. fingers yeah. when you pick one of those up and what's been in there. 
I'll tell you right. Someone's dirty fingers are probably the best thing that you can hope for that's in that thing. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What? And I don't think they spray those. Like, they spray down the shoes, kind of. Ain't no one spraying in those holes, my man. No, no, that's where the Andromeda strain comes. You don't want that. P1 Scott has added to our uh, list of preemptive procedures mm-hmm. that we're going to do. Yeah. We have our stintery, yeah. our stinteria, as we're going to call it. Even better. We play like some mariachi music. We make it a south of the border theme. We get you some tacos when you that's come right. in. I love it. We have good vertebrations. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a beach and boy. That's, that's more of the island theme. We have a proactive vasectomy. Uh, greatly reducing the oops babies. <laughs> and once you've passed a rigorous class on parenting, you qualify to reconnect the plumbing. We will call it make a vast deference. Making a vast deference. Dude, I love this. I absolutely love this. I love it when a plan comes together. Yes. I'm going to change the world, man. <laughs> One wiener snip at a time. What else could we do? Yeah. Eyes? Could we just do LASIK for everybody right off the gat, uh, off the bat? Well, some people probably don't need that. I'm trying to think of what. I guess that's true. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else you just need. Everybody. To, yeah, that we, you would need just like absolute the the preemptive stuff. I mean, the the one is the, the stentory is genius because at some point, like we're all dying of heart attacks. Yeah, you're gonna need it. You're gonna need it. I mean, look at what people eat. We're getting fatter than ever. We're getting you know, lazier than ever. I'm, I'm all about it. Not me. <laughs> you're, out there, you're out there working hard, are you? Hell yeah. yeah. Hit golf balls today. <laughs> A little uh, bad weather doesn't hold me back, although it was nice today. Yeah. Fairly nice. But uh, kind of cold out there. Very yeah. sunny. A little, little chilly. A little hmm? It's not raining. A little, little it's not, not like Southern California. What, are they uh, getting dumped on right now? Dude. Epic. I'm, sorry, I'm not familiar. I'm not up on my Southern. No, I don't wake up every day. I'm like, hey, I wonder what's happening in San Diego. I assume that it's, well, it's 72 LA. with light wind. It's mostly L.A., but, uh, you know, it's national news, man. It's uh, one of the biggest storms they've ever had. No, oh. uh, here's people out there. Here's me not caring. Floating I mean, down. Oh, nice. Look well, at you. Look, if you're in L.A. and occasionally you have to deal with some inclement weather, I'm sorry. Boo-hoo. You're in L.A. You know those, like, you know, the, like the river that's always dry? Yeah. Like in the middle of the freeways? Yeah. It's like... There's water? Yeah. Well, isn't that, again... Check me if I'm wrong. If I'm ignorant, big, big water. Isn't that good? Isn't LA have? Aren't they in like in a 90 year drought? Don't we want water? Yeah, but they're flooding, and oh. people are dying. Are they? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it better than the burning? Because normally, you know, we just we better bur- than burning. We well, we burn California oh, down. So. Choose how you want to die. You either die right? in a drought or you die in a flood. Uh, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the flood. Me too. Yeah. Right. I don't want to because I can swim. Well, in and, a drought, what do I do? Well, am I supposed? To, yeah, when the fire happens, I I don't I don't want fire. I think fire has got to be like like top three worst, right? I mean, I don't want to drown either. But isn't there something about like once the the water goes in your lungs, you just you know you just pass out and then you're good? Yeah, so they say, but we don't know. Because, I don't know. You know uh, what I do know? That the movies I've watched, it's very violent. Well, not well. You know what else is violent? The burning thing. I saw that video of that homeless dude out in uh, Beaverton that lit himself on fire. I didn't look good. No, I'll I'll take drowning. I mean, I'm not saying that drowning is the most peaceful way to go, but I'll tell you what. They often say that people drown right next to other people, like in lakes and, and rivers and pools. Like, you can be sitting next to, like, standing next to someone or swimming, and you don't even realize they're drowning. You know what has never happened in the history of man or fire? Someone burning alive next to you and you not being aware of it. So, Well, it, I can be aware of it, but there's nothing I can do. No, but I'm just saying, if you're asking me which one is worse, drowning or burning... 
I can drown five feet away from you and you have no idea. I promise you that if I'm on fire, you are aware of it within like a hundred yards of me. Therefore, uh, I am going to deduce with my Sherlock Holmes powers that burning alive way worse. And I mean way worse than drowning. I can give you some scripture while you die. <laughs> Last rites. Give me like a blessing or whatever. Yeah, I can like take your mind off of it. Like, hey, did you see what Brock Purdy said today? He throw like a Diet Coke on me or something? Like attempt to put me out? I don't know. Nah. You start telling me to stop, drop, and roll. Like, it's <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. I would just have something prepared in my in my in the notes app in my phone about you dying a dying a fiery hell death. That is true. And Look, it, would, it would be a sermon like. Well, I know where I'm going, so maybe it's one of I mean? those like, hey, I'll just help you get there. We're, pre- we're prepared. This is in preparation of uh, you know of of the elevator ride. Right. Well, big show, guys. Big show. We're gonna start. Uh, well, we got to start getting on that Super Bowl. I know. Oh my God, we haven't even talked about it. No. Well, now we got cable news. I mean, a lot of stuff's going on. Yeah, that's a big story today. You know, Toby Keith. You know, ah, stuff's happening. American legend Toby yeah, Keith yeah. is dead. No more. The, the boot will no longer be in your ass. No, it's in people in heaven's ass. Yeah. I mean, he's up there booting people's. <laughs> that's right. Asses up there in yeah. the clouds. Yeah, he's the all... first country guy I listened to. I'm gonna miss him on the Voice. Really? Yes. Yeah. I I, I was I was born in '89. That's so about your first move. five, six years old was when Boomtown came out. Heck yeah. No, I, I loved that album. Love Toby Keith. Right. <laughs> like I said, American. American, American boys <laughs> and American, American legend laughing that I like Toby. Well, he's, I mean, ah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Toby Stomach Keith. Stomach cancer, that's no good. No, that is no good. All right. Uh, we'll start with our poll question coming up next on The Fan. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. This might be my favorite Toby Keith song. I wouldn't say I'm a Toby Keith guy. I've seen him in concert once or twice. The, the Draping Yourself in the Flag was a bit much for me, but uh, he was a good songwriter, and uh, he put on a good show. This is kind of my version of Toby Keith that I like. Yeah, classic. Should have been a cowboy, baby. Rob's over there just sighing. He's great. No, I don't hate him. I just, I I think that, um, well, look, he just died. Yes. So So don't say anything. He's great. (laughs) Well, there is an online just, boy, a a post-mortem pissing match between Toby Keith fans and and the Dixie Chick fans, and it's... Oh, that's right. It's a little uncomfortable. Look, uh, I I don't know much about Toby Keith. I always got him mixed up with Trey Sadkins and Blake Shelton and Alan Jackson and Travis Tritt and Brooks and Dunn. (laughs) Together. (laughs) Like Brooks and Dunn. Brooks or Dunn. On each other's shoulders like in a trench coat, like in a duster. if I didn't know any better, Tim McGraw, but I knew better because, uh, well, I mean, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. I mean, Tim McGraw is greatness. But I just, uh, I think he should have had his music-making license revoked for Red Solo Cup. And that's that's really the only, I'm sorry, it's Schultzy, but come you on. You know how many drunken cannot... nights I spent yelling to that song? Come oh on, in God. college? We're, that, we're... that was perfect. That was a we're perfect party We're getting song. another taste of the uh, behind-the-scenes curtain of one Jordan Schultzy Schultz. Back American to, icon. About to go on a soapbox about Toby freaking oh, no. Keith. No, Please let's, don't. Let's I won't. Not, I won't. Rest that. in peace. Rest in peace, Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. He did the, the 
because he's been dying of stomach cancer for a couple years. He had a performance at the CMAs or something like that. I want to say maybe a year ago, six to eight months ago, and he looked. It was his first performance since he had been diagnosed, and he did a, a song called uh, "Don't Let the Old Man In" that he did for Clint Eastwood. Um, he wrote it for Clint Eastwood, and it's really, really good. And to see him up there performing it, clearly sick, and and now you know he was dying. It's it's a pretty, it's a pretty powerful thing. And that's what I said. I I thought he was a talented guy. I enjoyed some of his stuff. Uh, he was a really talented songwriter. I just you know. Some of the, some of the more uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Toby Keith. Some of the other stuff was a bit much for me. All right, so uh, here's our poll question today. It's on uh, X at 1080 The Fan. Triple A heating and cooling family business, helping families for over 60 years. Triple A IAQ dot com. Uh, first, yesterday's question: Which quarterback will be the best in the NFL? Caleb Williams got 39 yeah. percent. Uh, Bo Nix 33 percent. Michael Penix 18 percent, and Jaden Daniels 10 percent. I'm not really sure why no one believes in Jaden Daniels. No, I feel like he's because he wasn't at the Senior Bowl or anything. But I feel like already people are are trying to take shots at him. But most evaluators why? now are I, I don't know what I, is it about him that we don't like. Well, I, I think again at Arizona State there wasn't a lot to to like. Um, well, but you could but say who the same thing about that. that exactly was like five years ago, LSU he's amazing. And I think when the LSU he gets labeled as a compiler. I think that I think there's some bitterness about the numbers he put up against bad teams. Uh, some people don't like his build. Um, he gets when he, he he takes some shots when he's running. Some people question his durability. But everything I've read is the the one two three is is Williams, uh, Drake Mays, and and Jane Daniels, and there's not much of a of, of a debate. The other two aren't really in that conversation. And I've heard a lot of people that think by the end of this thing, Daniels is going to be number two. It's not going to be Drake May. So. We'll see. It's just funny how these these narratives every single year go where there's always risers, there's always fallers, you know, whether it's Zach Wilson or whether it's it's Mitch Trubisky, someone is gonna rise up. And I'm taking a guess that right now the narrative on Daniels is not great. And that it was kind of a, a wishy-washy Heisman. He didn't win anything at LSU. He's a numbers uh stat whore against bad teams. I'll bet you that he ends up going number two. I'll bet you Williams goes one and Daniels goes two. Okay. And that would be Washington? That would be Washington. Or do you think, well, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. But right now it's Washington. Right now it's Washington. I, I do think that, I don't think either team's going to trade out of it. And again, long way to go. But if I'm a betting man right now, I'll take Caleb Williams. The Bears don't outthink the room. They move fields for a second round. Conditional to move it up to a first if he has success wherever he lands. They go Williams one. Jaden Daniels goes two. And then after that, we'll we'll see if someone wants to move up and, and deal with the Drake May stuff. But I just think Daniels is going to – I think he will move up boards before this is done because right now the, the narrative on him isn't great. I don't know much about Drake May. I don't know that, that much either because I didn't watch a lot. I, I tried a couple times to watch him. I remember I watched the, 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 the bowl game against Oregon, but I didn't watch a ton of ACC football. So all I know off of Drake May is, is, is what I read, and even that is a little kind of chaotic. Um, I can't help th- but... There's a lot of different varied opinions. Who was the North Carolina guy that played for the... Um... Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Well, and Sam Howell. And so is, is, oh, yeah. is that one where you're going to be, like, be a product like with Ohio State quarterbacks where we just lump you in like, oh, great, another North Carolina quarterback. I can't help but think of Trubisky. I forgot about Howell. Yeah. But Trubisky, I mean, I'm pretty much in my head chalked Drake May up to be in Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> so unfair. Well, I will tell you that 
for all the hype that Drake may had coming into this this year, and 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 he did. Like people came in, and it was like Caleb Williams, Drake May, Caleb Williams, Drake May. He he just was a non factor. You just didn't hear about him. And and even going into this process, like of the evaluation, I think largely for people, he's just kind of under the radar. And now, you know, we get to go and we pick him apart. But, you know, he's 6'4", he's 230 pounds. He's got a big arm. He's an athletic guy. And, you know, now it comes to, is he is he one of those guys that was, that looks the part, but isn't necessarily a great quarterback? Or is he a guy that looks the part and was kind of held back because he played in North Carolina? He's going to be a much better pro than he is, than he was a college player. All right, today's question, and it's a stinker, let me tell you. I was looking at uh, the quarterbacks drafted ahead of Brock Purdy today, mm. and I could not help but make a poll. I guess there's a lot of them. Well, there are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. There were eight, hmm. and I'm going to name them for you. Okay. Only four are on this poll, though. Which of these QBs selected ahead of Brock Purdy in the draft mm-hmm. would you take? Okay. Malik over, Willis. Over Brock right now, right? Well, no, you just have to take one of these four guys. Okay. You're not taking any of these oh. guys over Brock. Okay, who would I just roll with? No, under any circumstances. Malik Willis. No. Kenny Pickett. No. Desmond Ritter. No. Sam Howell. No. No. <laughs> Those are your choices. No. Is it possible no one votes because they don't want to pick a guy? God bless America. Um, Sam Howell for me. Probably Sam Howell. Yeah. I'm not a Pickett guy. I don't know why people trying to make Pickett a thing. I would go with Sam Howell. I'm not in love with that. Um... But I think I would take I think I would take Sam Howell in that. The quarterbacks drafted ahead of Brock Purdy. By the way, if you don't know, the Super Bowl is on Sunday, and Brock Purdy is the quarterback of the favorite. You are correct. The Niners. Yes. And he was Mr. Irrelevant in the draft, mm-hmm. which we can't stop hearing about. <laughs> no. Let so it go, people. Here are the quarterbacks taken ahead of him. Kenny Pickett in this in this order. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, highest, followed by Desmond Ritter, yeah. Malik Willis, Matt Corral. Mm. I don't even know what happened to that guy. He's nowhere. Bailey Zappi. (laughs) Sam Howell. Yeah. Some guy named Chris. Not a not a gonna play. Ola (laughs) Dokin. Couldn't tell you. Have you ever heard of him? No. The Steelers took him, and they took Pickett. Oh, so they took two quarterbacks ahead of Brock Purdy. (laughs) Whoops. And Skyler Thompson. All right. Well, Skyler Thompson damn near won a playoff game. Damn near beat the Buffalo Bills. But Every one of those guys was drafted ahead of Brock Purdy. Well, and and none of them are Isn't and none amazing? of them are, are NFL starting quarterbacks. So I mean, this is. I've always said that once you get past that first rung of guys, like I've never understood why you don't just take a flyer like in the third or fourth round because statistics tell you <clears throat> even in the first round. It's about a 50-50, right? Hit to bust rate. I'm not talking about star, just hit and. Um, most of the elite players come in the top three or four. It's just just the way it is. And then once you get past that, there's not a huge difference between a guy that goes in the second round and a guy that goes in the fourth and the fifth. So if I don't have my guy and I don't I don't feel there's someone worthy of a of a top you know a top five top ten pick or I don't have one of those, I would just take flyers on guys in the third, fourth, fifth round. I would. I'd, I'd do it every year and see if you can find yourself a Russell Wilson, if you can find yourself a Dak, if you can find yourself a Brady. You can find. I mean, you can find those guys in the draft, but I mean, it's it's really just a volume thing. So I, I would go through and find someone that 
you know, that you think has some some good tools to work with. You think he can kind of grow into something. And then you sit his ass on the bench for a year or two and and see what happens. But the problem is, is that with some of these guys, you know, whether they're ready or not, they're going to get thrown into the fire. Because when you draft someone in the, in the first round, you know, very few people sit. Like, very few people get the benefit of being Jordan Love and sitting for for even a year, let alone multiple years behind a guy like like Aaron Rodgers. So, like, Drake may or any one of these guys may not be ready to go, but when you go top three, you're going to get thrown in. And you, it's funny that I, I was thinking about this, but you know who Drake May gets compared to? Who? Justin Herbert. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good comp. Big athletic guy in college. He kind of always left wanting more. You were like, yeah, you know, I never really carried his team in college, and there were long stretches where it wasn't great, but you know everything's there. And, you know, how many of those guys – end up just completely flaming out versus Herbert who hit the ground like in training camp they were like yeah this ain't this ain't pretty and he's you know they threw him into the fire because uh Teddy Ballgame got a punctured lung from a needle they throw Herbert in and it's like holy crap where did this come from even his own coaches were surprised so you know is is he Justin Herbert or is he more like 80% of the time when you throw a guy in that that's pretty raw and he's not ready like Josh Allen under the wrong circumstances, Allen could have flamed out because it was rough. It was rough going in Buffalo for a while with Josh Allen. He wasn't ready, but they stuck with him, and he worked hard, and then that third year, it, like, the light came on. So, I mean, it's just the quarterback game at this level, it's it's a crapshoot. It really is, and that 2022 draft class is such a shining example of why. Right? Yeah. It's like the best guy in there, and it's not even close. Nope. Was Mr. Irrelevant. Yes. Who's an afterthought. Yeah. That's why they call him Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Eight suck, and then that guy. <laughs> and look at it. And him. one team took two guys ahead of that guy. It's and, incredible. And one we've never heard of. God. Right? I mean, it's. Yeah, they could have easily just taken Brock Purdy with that flyer in the sixth or seventh round. Yes. And I'm not saying that he would be the same, but if Brock Purdy was in Pittsburgh, that's a pretty good team. Brock Purdy would and be. And he good. would have played because. Uh, Pickett kept getting hurt. Yeah, and all this stuff about like Purdy just being a system guy. Listen to Shannon. They said that from the moment Brock Purdy stepped on the field, Brock Purdy was, every time he did a drill, they're like, dude, that's the best guy. They just weren't certain if he was going to be able to do it on the field. But they say that it wasn't like they didn't know that they had something in Brock, and when then Garoppolo got hurt, they were like, all right, let's see if he can do it in games. And he did. So yeah. he, he would have worked in Pittsburgh. I'm not saying he would have worked on the worst team in the NFL, but he works in Pittsburgh. He works with with you know uh, with, with a with a decent team around him. All right, let's come back and talk a little more Brock Purdy as we kick off our hot Super Bowl week talk, and then uh, later major streaming sports news coming out today. So we'll get to those items coming up. Here's Schultzy with Sports Center. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. All right, the uh, landscape of sports streaming has changed today with some big news. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh, wrapping up a little hot Brock Purdy talk. I like Brock Purdy. I do too. I'm rooting for him. I mean, it would well, be. Well, I'm not. I'm. I bet the Chiefs. Well, that's true. But he scares the living daylights out of me. He well, does. He, well, he should. He's he's really good. This would be. I mean, and we've seen this before. I mean, this would be. It's not Nick Foles beating Tom Brady because Brock Purdy is not Nick Foles, but but it's not quite Eli Manning either because that does a disservice to Eli. Um, it's somewhere in between those. But we've seen it. I mean, Eli beat Tom and. 
you know, we've seen Nick, Nick, but most of the time when you have this sort of imbalance at the quarterback position, you know, the, the, the Hall of Famer wins. But, you know, Purdy's numbers, if you just took Brock Purdy out of it, like you took his name off of it, and let's say we put Brock's body, all of that, and we just took his name off and we had it with, um, oh, I don't know. Well, there you go. Let's take Trey Lance. Trey Lance was drafted and moved up, and if Trey Lance had played the way Brock Purdy has, the exact same, moves around a little bit, you know, has has a really good deep ball numbers. He was the best deep thrower in the, in the league this year. Uh, you know, he's had some duds, but if 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 you add Brock Purdy's numbers on Trey Lance with his pedigree and the way where he was drafted, we wouldn't talk about him like this. We're only talking about Brock Purdy like this simply because he was Mr. Irrelevant and we can't wrap our minds around the fact that someone that we didn't think was going to be good is actually good. Well, Iowa State, you know. Yeah. That doesn't help no, us. No, it, it does not. A little white guy from yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. But you know you who think... liked Brock Purdy, though, was Dave Bartu. Oh, did he? Yeah, coming out. Dave was, uh, Dave was a big Brock Purdy guy. Uh, do you think he's going to get $40 million? Purdy? Oh gosh! Because I mean, there find me a better bargain in sports right now than Brock Purdy. Doesn't you know how ex- much money he makes, dude? What eight hundred? Eight hundred seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say just it's whatever. I'm not even sure he can afford to live in San Francisco. He can. He's got a roommate. He does. Yeah. You're kidding? No, no, he's got a roommate. Who's his roommate? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. But yeah, he does not live alone. And yes, he cannot afford. And, Why is that not the story of the Super Bowl? Well, and and during the the holiday season, you were gone. But the story was that normally the quarterback. Like this was the infamous like Tom Tupa stealing my TV. The quarterback always buys gifts for his offense, and Brock couldn't afford to do it this year, so Christian McCaffrey did it. <laughs> God, Christian felt bad for Brock, and so he came. Uh, he came up with it. Well, and. You know, he doesn't have to. They've got Brock for two more years. Yeah, but I just mean, I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's not going anywhere. No. Right? It's well, like, if they win this game, they're going to have to pay him. Not for another. I, I'll bet you if he wins this, not a damn thing gets done until he plays. Tw- I mean, this is well, how. I know. I'm just saying that he, if he wins a Super Bowl, yes. they're going to have to pay him. doesn't mean it's this year. Yes. It just means yeah. that, you know, he will make over $40 million. It's it's very interesting. You know, this it could come down to this game, mm-hmm. his salary. Right, because yeah. if he does not win this game, he becomes well. He's not going to become Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0. No, but Jimmy Garoppolo got to this game yeah. and couldn't get it done in the fourth quarter. And they moved on. And they moved on from him. I don't think they would do that with Purdy, but maybe they would. Boy, can you imagine if you get to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo and you're like, nah, and then you do all that crap for Trey Lance, you whiff <laughs> on Trey Lance, and you draft Brock Purdy, and then we go through a couple years of of Brock. And he gets you to Super Bowl, and you fall short, and then you go into next year, and you're like, nah. nah and then you go find some. Not someone. good enough either. Get out of here. <laughs> and you go. We're and gonna find... put McCaffrey at quarterback. <laughs> well, and and here's the thing, and and this is the this is why I I really think in the NFL I've said this for years there needs to be an exception for quarterbacks because this is the problem is that the going rate for starting quarterbacks right now it's forty million dollars, which is is what a starting quarterback makes. If a you're good one. a good one, if you're paying forty million dollars for Josh Allen, for Justin Herbert, for Joe Burrow, for Pat Mahomes, all that, I get it. But when you're paying forty million for, oh, I don't know, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Daniel dude. Jones, let's go. You know, it's just it's it sucks because no, they're not worth that. But 
they can get it because that's the market. I would love to see some sort of exception for quarterbacks because it's such a weird, unique position. And if you're Brock Purdy, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't take less than that. But if you're San Francisco, do you have the balls to do what Washington did and force Cousins to continue to play on tags? You know, because they've got him for next year at, at a million bucks. Yeah. And you can so say they wouldn't pay him. They wouldn't pay him right and then, away. And they can go into 2026 and say you're tagged. And then they can go into 27 and say you're tagged again. And then at that point, yeah, they can't tag him again. And remember, Cousins just got so pissed at Washington. He was like, screw you. I'm not signing here. I'm leaving. Or do you win a Super Bowl? If you win a Super Bowl. Try to do get him you, to a team-friendly deal. Yeah, you lock him up early. It will save you money because yeah. if you do it now, it's gonna be more. It's gonna be more in three years if you think he's your guy. Boy, and and the only the only thing I I I, I can't say because I don't know what San Francisco really thinks about him. I know they like Brock Purdy. Do they love Brock? I mean, the, the report was at the beginning of the year. Now, granted, that was only seven games, and he was coming off you know elbow surgery. But they tried to go get, they told Brock Purdy that if Tom Brady is willing to come out of retirement, your ass is going to the bench. Now, here we go another year, and he, and he, and he had it. Like if, if you don't pay Brock at this point, that's, that's foolish because his numbers bear it out. I wouldn't, in no way is he Joe Burrow, in no way is he, he, is he Pat Mahomes. But, I mean, my God, at, at what does Brock Purdy have to do to prove that he is a better than average? Starting quarterback in this league, well, it's silly. I think he needs to win this game. I don't think Unf- th- I don't think that's going to happen. But well, but he does. Like you asked, what does he need to do? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, because I just feel like it, it, I don't know. I, I feel like perception. It, that's the only thing that can change the perception at this point. Nothing and, else has. And I don't even know if it will. If he, if he wins, and let's say he goes, if he balls out. Uh, if he balls out, but if he wins, let's say he goes. I don't know. Let's say he goes 19 for 28 for 212, a touchdown and a pick, and they win. Dude, it, I guarantee you that it's not going to change one bit well, how we, we feel about Brock Purdy. That's kind of what he did in the Green Bay game, right? I don't know his numbers off the top of my head. But yeah, but he had the. Yeah, he he had wasn't the, great. No, he had the drive but at the he end. He drove him down to win the game. Yeah. And then in the second half in Detroit, he balled out. But, and if he does that again in the Super Bowl, yeah. I mean. Well, but no one's going to question Miami giving. Tua any money. We didn't question Herbert getting the money out of out of the Chargers. Uh, we're not going to question Jordan Love. Jordan Love's about to get paid in Green Bay a bunch of money, and he'll get forty. Yeah, uh, easy. And and Purdy's numbers. And I, I get it. People are going to be like, "Well, numbers aren't all you know the end all to be all." No, but they give you a pretty good indication. So what do you want? He has more wins than any of those guys. Seventeen and four. He's got better numbers than I'm. I'm. I'd have to look up like with with Herbert and all that. And but I guarantee his numbers aren't that far off. He was the number one QBR and the number one quarterback uh, just rating this year in the NFL. And again, statistically, he's the best deep thrower of the ball this year. So I don't. I don't know what you want from him to to prove it but it just feels like in general people don't and yet there's people don't talk about him like that but who cares what people think They're, what the you, niners you think. even said you know you don't really know what the niners think about no i don't and that's what's interesting so there are 12 guys that make 40 million or more per year yeah average uh i would say only two of them at this point are la- well three of them are laughable Okay. Okay. So you have Burrow. He's the highest paid, and he's hurt a lot, but certainly it's not laughable when he's rolling. Fifty-five million. Yeah. Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. That's a laughable one. Yeah. Well, Kyler Murray, I missed him. Uh, it's not good either. I don't know if that's a laughable, but it's not great. It's not good. Deshaun Watson, laughable. 
Yes. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, and Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Laughable, but I, I like see the laughable ones are easy to find, but I think the more interesting ones are the the Dak Prescott. The Daks and the Because I again I think those are very good players. <laughs> but when you're paying them that much money, it's hard when you're just a very good player and you're not truly elite. And that's the conundrum that exists in the NFL, which is why I would love to have a salary cap exception for quarterbacks. I'm going to look up. Uh, so this is Brock. I just, and I, I, so this year he threw for 4,200 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 picks, and, you know, was the number one seed. And he had a quarterback rating of 113. So then let's look at Justin Herbert. And because we all love Justin Herbert and no one's questioning Justin Herbert and his contract and all that. Justin Herbert, now to be fair, he only played 13 games. Um, well, you want to go back to 2022, maybe where he played the full season then? Uh, maybe that's a little bit easier. So he threw for 4,700 yards. Mm-hmm. Brock threw for 42, so 500 more yards. Uh, Herbert had 25 touchdowns. Didn't I mention Brock had 31? And Herbert threw do, 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 10 picks and. Purdy threw 11, and Justin had a quarterback rating because this is the year that got him paid. And Justin had a quarterback rating of 93, and Brock had a quarterback rating of 113. So again, I asked the question. No one questioned Justin Herbert getting the deal. Nobody. But with Brock, if we give Brock even 40 million, we're not even giving him Justin Herbert money. We just give him 40 mil. People are going to be like, what in the hell? What, what what do you want from the guy? He's got better numbers. Yeah, but who cares? Again, it doesn't matter what people think. It's it's about what the Niners think, and it's still interesting that there is kind of this thing over Purdy where yeah. it's like, ah, yeah. is he? Yeah. Is he our guy? We lose this. He's in Jimmy Garoppolo territory. <laughs> we win this. He's a hero, yeah. and we should pay him $55 million. I mean, it's just, it's really, he's a really interesting he case. Is, because it's inconscionable to think that the, the Chargers would not pay Herbert. Yeah. And it's not to, to, to sit right. there and be like, well, I don't know about Brock. Hey, let's make you play another year, and then we're going to tag you. Hey, big game for that young man. Oh, it's enormous. Big it game. is. Is enormous because you're right. If he wins, his foot is in the cash register, and if it's not, then you got to go into next year on a one year deal, basically at one million bucks, and <sighs> prove that you're worth it. All right, there's hot Purdy, uh, Brock Purdy talk. More Super Bowl coming up. Major streaming sports news next on the fan. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy yeah. at WarrenAllen.com on 1080 The Fan. All right, big uh, business news today. Sports, sports business. You guys like sports business? Who doesn't? Yeah, I remember our first boss, Alan Davis, telling us to. Uh, well, not you, but it was me and Gavin back uh, when we were ropping the mop mm-hmm. on weekends here on the fan. I remember those days. And he's like, "Man, you guys, you guys want to be good in this business? You got to know the business." <laughs> Powerful words. So he gave us a subscription to the Sports Business Journal. I remember the Sports Business Journal. Is that yeah. still, is that still around? I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. He was like, "Hey, you got to read about. You got to know your sports business. You got to go to the business side." I follow a couple guys on Twitter that are uh, that are pretty sharp, and he wasn't wrong about that. No, the, the business side. It's uh, yeah, it's what makes it go. The yeah. Sports Business Journal is still around. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't read it because it's a subscription. Yeah. I, don't, I don't pay for subscriptions. You will soon. No, I won't. <laughs> I don't pay. Well, you pay something. 
Yeah, you're right. My wife does. So you have direct TV? Uh, yeah, stream? Yeah, yeah, stream. Yeah. Yeah, I pay that. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> I mean, I have Netflix, but other yeah, than that. Other than that, and of course your cable. I don't have cable, but I have Hulu. Or uh, your internet, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hulu. And I have, but other than that, other than and that. then I have Ma- Max. Yeah, yeah. But that, other than other that. Other than that. You know. <laughs> God. And I have Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, that but too. Other than that, other but, than that. I, but that yeah. doesn't count because that was already Amazon. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's you might as well yeah. just have it. It's, they yeah, just started it's, charging more for ads, though. So I don't know if you saw that uh, added on to Amazon? your credit card. Yes, like yesterday was like, well, no. if you want to you wanna pay more or not watch these ads, uh, give us your credit card again. Jerks. Amazon has me. Yeah, I do love Amazon. They've, they've got me. That yeah. that is just the greatest thing to come along in a long time. Well, it's it's tough because uh, this this happened to me. I I, got, I feel so I did. I felt horrible doing this. I went to the store yesterday, or it was two days ago, and I was buying shaving cream to shave my head. I shave my head pretty much every day, and like beard cream, like to kind of keep my the flyers down. And I went in there, and shaving cream was like eleven, twelve bucks, and the beard balm was like fifteen. <clears throat> And I was like, you got to be essing me. I was like, that seems like a lot. And, and so I just, because I, normally my, my gal buys it for me. So I went on Amazon. I went on Amazon. In the store. In the store. I'm in the aisle. I'm, I'm, holding, I'm holding the shaving cream and the beard stuff in my hand. And I, I look it up on Amazon. And the shaving cream on Amazon was like $7.50. Mm. And the beard balm was 8 bucks. And I literally was like, wait, and it'll come tomorrow. And I put the stuff down. <laughs> out of the store and I walked out and I felt like such a piece of crap but like I was annoyed that it was why were you even in the store in the first place well because I was out like I I had not gotten any and so I was out and I was like well I'll just I'll go get it and then I'll go back to ordering online but you know in in the store like had it been within a buck or two but it was like twice as expensive for the same product Mm. and it was like the next day delivery I was like "Eh." were you at Freddy's uh, I don't want to say where I was at. Ah, but it was a. You were I, at one of those bougie ones, weren't you? No, no, no. I felt crappy though. But you're right. Like Amazon, it's like eh, eh. you got a better deal. I, I got a much better deal. All right. Well, the news is this: ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers have teamed up to create a supersized sports streaming service that will offer content from all major leagues. <laughs> no. This is enormous because basically it's a big middle finger to the to cable. Yeah. Um, this is, but it it's it just, doesn't have CBS obviously or NBC or NBC. But NBC kind of has its own app <laughs> in Peacock. Oh, I pay for that too, but that doesn't count. Um, so it just has so things that are on like TNT, ESPN, Fox. Yeah. Will all be on here, so, and they the, haven't named it, and they don't know the price yet. Yeah, but the key here is if you have Hulu or Max, haha, yeah. uh, or ESPN Plus, it's available to you. You get it for extra. No, no, it's going to be extra. No, yes, no, no, <laughs> no. Yes, I Strong refuse to pay. <laughs> no. So can I ask the question here? No, you may not. Uh, am I the ask on- it, and then we'll answer it when we get back. Am I the only one that when I first saw this was like this? Sounds like cable. So a bunch of a bunch of different content from a bunch of different sports providers, all in one location that I have to pay for. Sounds like cable. It's a bundle. It's a bundle. Sounds like cable. Streaming bundle. So we unbundled 
and we didn't want cable because there was too much bundling. And then we unbundled, and now we've decided that there's too many things out there, and so now we're bundling again, but it's not cable, but it's streaming cable. What am I, no? Am I, what am I missing? I don't know what you're missing, really. Because <laughs> um. Hulu plus live sports, live TV and sports, it's like 80, 90 bucks a month already. So now I'm going to have to pay on top of that already to get the others. And now I'm over 100 bucks a month. That sounds like cable, which well, I went away from because I didn't want to spend 120 bucks a month. The idea is everybody's getting rid of cable. So now these guys are like, hey, we got to go back. Let's just offer our content separately because we're the only thing anybody watches on cable. Yeah. So now cable cord cutters will, I mean, I don't know what's left to watch on cable, if not live sports, like on ESPN. I mean, but that's my, that's probably a lot of, I I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that they don't care what you think. Yeah. Right. (laughs) They're out to make money. So it's cable has very few redeeming qualities left, which is why everybody's cutting the cord. Well, if sports content like this bundles up and says, well, we'll just be right over here when you need us. Who the hell is paying for cable? You know, like the cord cutting is going to be because that those are the last things on cable that are that people watch live. But then essentially, I'm just paying for cable without all the extras. See, what this sounds like to me is I, I think Suk is onto something. We all have to pay like a sports regional broadcast fee if yeah. we do have cable. Yeah. Now it kind of sounds like on a streaming service, we're gonna have to do the same thing, not regionally, but if you want to watch these, well, you're yes. gonna have to pay a sports fee. <laughs> That's right. Middle finger to all y'all. What do you want it for free? I I don't want it for bitch. Free. <laughs> I, I want it's not going to be free. Just, I, I miss I miss cable. I think I, I just so basically you pay you pay more money, but you yeah. pay less than cable because they won't have like oxygen channel attached to it. But I'm starting to think that by the time we're done, this isn't going to be any cheaper than cable. And I still, if I've something's on MB or something's on CBS or ABC or no NBC, I I don't get that with this. I still have to go find that somewhere else. I don't know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I, I don't miss all those cable fees, but it sounds like we're all going to be rounded back into paying the equivalent of those fees. And, and this sucks. Did antitrust laws, do those not exist anymore? Are we just done Bad. with those? We can just do whatever. You got to pay off the government. <laughs> What's that South Park skit where the they got to they gotta rub their nipples waiting for the cable company? <laughs> like, you just got to deal with our schedule. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's, uh, that's what right. they do. More on this next. Uh, it is That's big news. Yeah. 404 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Prime time on Super Week. Purdy pressure, Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. This is a Super Week edition of Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Isaac and Sue on 1080. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. The Fan. All right, welcome back. It's uh, hour two here of the broadcast. Uh, we are unbundling the bundling news where ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers have teamed up to create a sports streaming platform. They've teamed up to invent cable. Genius. <laughs> so a couple, of more, a couple of other facts on this here. It's a lot of this, by the way, so we don't know a lot of details about this. They're saying that, this is from the Wall Street Journal, yeah. uh, the chief executives of the three companies said the new offering would increase choice for sports fans and give those who have cut the cord to traditional pay TV a new sports-centric service. It marks a major milestone in the growth of the streaming industry and could accelerate consumer shift away from cable TV. Uh, each company will own one-third of the entity. Mm. Um, media companies have been hesitant to offer their most valuable sports properties. And it says here that some major sporting content will remain off limits to subscribers of this new platform. <laughs> uh, so I like, I don't, so you won't get the big games. I don't, I don't know what that, the new service comes as ESPN and Warner brothers discoveries. TNT are both renegotiating their rights package with the NBA one of their most valuable assets. Some experts expect the NBA to command three times its last deal, which would mean a deal of about $78 billion Yikes. over a decade. The service will give users access to the company's many traditional TV networks, such as ESPN, TNT, and FS1, the gateway to some of the highest-profile sporting content, including uh, games from the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL. Subscribers of the company's streaming platforms, including Disney Plus, Hulu, and Max, will also have the ability to subscribe to the new service as part of a bundle. <laughs> we will give you the there opportunity you to pay more. Some high-profile sports content will remain off-limits. I still don't understand what exactly that means. Like, what well, high-profile content... So if ESPN has something, but it's high-profile, it won't... Like, I have to pay extra? Like, are we really getting to the point where it's like, hey, we've got a playoff game, and I know you subscribe to Hulu... And you subscribe to this, but if you want the playoff game, now you got to go. Are we going pay per view? Like we have to then go and and buy that like Blazer Vision back we in the day. We might be looking at regional blackouts, possibly. I, I don't know if that's still what only that means. cable. Oh, is that? I mean, so like if if I, mean, I buy it doesn't this, say anything about ESPN going off of cable. No, so I I don't know. I I am gonna withhold judgment until details about this come out because this is what happens all the time. Is that. Something like this gets announced. We freak out. We don't know how much it's going to cost. We don't exactly know like everything that's going to to be involved. But again, it just feels like I'm just rebundling, which is what people were trying to do away with in the first place with cable. And if cable does go away, I understand that. And if it just dies on the vine, 
But then if you're still left with all these other things that you still have to do, and then on top of that, you still have to find a way to watch NBC and CBS, and now I have to subscribe to something else or bundle with that and then get Peacock to get a playoff game. It just, God bless America. It seems like a lot of hoops to jump through and an expensive one at that. Well, would you rather have it all a la carte or would you rather have, let's just keep it to sports. Yeah. Because there's other content, you know, I mean, movies and TV shows and stuff, but just sports. Would you rather have it all a la carte or would you rather have it all bundled? In other words, it is cable, but it's not. It, it's cable with just sports. Yeah, it's cable, so you're not paying for Fox News, you're not paying Correct. for CNN, you're not paying for right. you know the oxygen. Anything. It's all sports. Well, it'd be one because thing, that seems to be where it's headed. It's it's true, but it, my thing is, if it's not any cheaper, then I would like. Like, I don't miss a lot of those channels on cable because, to be honest with you, with like HBO with Max, I get a lot of that crap anyways. Like, there's a lot of rent. Like, Hulu has, like, all the FX shows. Like, if you want to watch It's Always Sunny or, you you know, Amazon has a bunch of those. Uh, the, Max has all the Discovery channels and different stuff. So you can find that other places. But, again, if, if I end up paying as much, if not more, eventually, and I don't get all the extras that go along with it, then what have I really done other than just say I don't want cable? But, I essentially, I end up with a, a more intrusive version of cable. Table. A chief executive for the venture is expected to be named in the coming weeks. While no price tag has been set, it is expected to be significantly lower than the typical cable bundle, which often can run north of $100 a month. But if I'm getting Hulu plus live sports and now I have to pay more than this, I am uh, Hulu with live sports, I believe now is like 90 something dollars already. So is it? I don't know. I don't it, get the live sports part. Yeah, I just have Hulu. It's and let, I never watch it. Let me chime in one for the cable side of things too. Like the internet could go out, right? Like we're all just trusting streaming to just work all the time. It was no. kind of nice. I remember because like I feel like this was the last time I did this in college when I had Comcast and you know, maybe uh internet wasn't working, power was a little iffy. I could always still like my dad had the generator and we still had a connection to the wall that gave us cable. It it, it is something to be said, you know, with that connection to the wall for sure. As far as that versus well, my father-in-law you know he's down in our adu now mm -hmm. he just set up his tv yeah and he put up his antenna well i, I want to say it's about 80 bucks and you can get a hd antenna yeah. that plugs into the back of tv and that will get you two four or i guess not four two six eight and 12 fox and 32 yeah, and 32. You can get the CW. Us. That is true. You can get that. And I, I want to say they're like 80 to 100 bucks. If, if you don't make any money or you're below a certain point, you can apply for a free one. Um, but you know, if, if you you know, if you make a, a, a decent living, yeah it's, yeah, it's 80 bucks or whatever. And so I guess you can do that. It's still out there. It's still out there. It's just or again, you know, if you've got a decent uh internet provider, you can always head east to the streams. You know, it's can be a little bit of a pain in the ass, but it's that Larry Scott was ahead of his time. He was. He was. I mean, and 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 I'm sure some of this again is is to try to to, to get a jump on it because you know Amazon and Apple dipping their toes in in the water, and it sure feels like one of these days that cable is just going to die. And we talked about it earlier. You try to call a cable company right now and tell them you're cutting the cord. As long as they keep you as an internet customer, they don't give two f's. When I called to cut the cord, the Comcast's like, yeah, all right, you're still using our internet, right? And by the way, at my house, I have two choices for internet. Two. I can either do Comcast or Xfinity, or I've got, uh, what, CenturyLink. But all the other stuff that's available, none of that stuff is available in my area. 
Like I'll click on those. It's like, you know, Hey, you know, 50 bucks a month for internet. And I'm like, Oh, it's a good deal. Not available in mine. I don't know where that's available. Cause I live right in the middle of a, of, of a, you know, a, a fairly decent sized city. And they're like, nah. Yeah. It's kind of clunky, isn't it? All of it. Seems that way a little There's bit. A lot of stuff going on out there. Yeah. And but. someone's saying the exclusions, NFL playoff games. <laughs> You'll be paying for those. Well, I mean, Peacock yeah. Peacock was. And, uh, well, I'm thinking of like the major college football playoff content. That's on ESPN. Uh, it would Are they just going to throw that on streaming? I don't think so. It would not shock me if eventually, if you want to watch the college football playoff, you want to watch the NFL playoffs, time to pony up. Wouldn't shock me one bit. They'd have to be careful with that one, though. Yeah. It's a dicey thing. You know, but it sure feels like they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. It's all about the dollars. Yeah. Well, they, and, and they, for and for TV, it's the really the only thing that that matters anymore. Whatever the top one hundred shows, ninety seven of them are sports, and like ninety one of them are in the NFL. That frustrates me. They can make this money up elsewhere. Sue and I have talked about it on the air. I, I firmly believe that you can charge more for tickets. There are ways that you can make this up instead of making people pay for postseason games. Come on, they got to be available for everybody to watch. Do you think uh, that's no, they, how they think, Schultz? No, they don't. You think they're in a room like, well, how can we gouge them in another way? Not this way. Yeah. No, they like they'll just gouge you any which way they can. Yeah. In your wallet, yep. and you'll pay for it. Yes, you will. They know sports, man. That the the guys the, want their sports. The Thursday night football, the Peacock uh, streaming playoff game. So far, all of those numbers have been astronomical. The one thing we don't know is are people willing to go off platform for non NFL? That's the one thing we don't know. Because right now, everyone the, the NFL they could put the damn game on Mars, and people will be like, "Well, I guess I'm going to Mars to watch it." But what what I don't know is that if you put the, those other sports on it, like the Apple uh, MLS deal, apparently was not going well. Now Messi came along and and that helped bump it up a little bit, but the Apple uh, MLS numbers were dreadful, like dreadful at the beginning. Hmm. So you know, and like, does it, it take time though? That I don't know. Train people to get there. It wasn't working, but like the uh, the the Pac-12 deal that was mainly a streaming deal with Apple, <laughs> the presidents looked at that and were like, yeah, no. You imagine what a disaster that would have been. People on the West Coast having to pay for the Pac-12 network? Yeah, that wasn't happening. I mean, my God, the Pac-12 fell apart over that. So it's easy for the NFL to sit up here and be like, hey, man, we can put our crap anywhere and people will pay for it. I'm not certain that the other sports can do that. All right. Uh, well, we'll table that for now. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It's, it's, it's coming later this year. Yes. We know that the landscape is changing and eventually it'll settle, but where that is, I, I don't know. It is NBA trade deadline week. Who will be on the move? Next on The Fan. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Indeed, it is Super Week. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Chiefs Niners. We'll get more into that coming up and throughout the rest of the week. But uh, it is also NBA trade deadline week. Uh, I believe the deadline is on Thursday. As of today, we have no action. All the teams are uh, playing chicken with one another probably right now. Well, a lot of the chatter is that the Portland's not going to make a move. Two things. One, uh, no one wants to deal with any of the new luxury tax um, things people want rookie scale contracts, and also this draft coming ahead apparently is crap. No one wants it. So, like with Portland, 
you got twofold. One, no one wants to pay you a premium for any of your vets. Um, you know, and then that's, and that's a, a bit of a problem there. Uh, they don't want to take on the salary. And then for Portland, you already have two picks. Uh, you have yours and you have Golden States, which by the way, are both going to be high picks. And do you really want a third in a crappy draft? So sounds like, you know, Brogdon and, 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 you know, they're not moving off from Simons right now. Everyone thinks that, you know, going into the year that you had to move Simons. I don't think that's happening. So Brogdon was the one that made sense, or you could trade, you know, an injured Robert Williams. But again, I feel like that it, it seems more likely that they're just going to wait until the offseason then try to move those picks into next year's draft, which is supposed to be better than this. So and it's not like making a move right now makes a difference. I mean, you're not committed right now to playing Scoot in the fourth quarter anyways. Um, so maybe they just want Brogdon around to continue to help him develop, not have to lean on him. And again, having an extra pick or two in this year's draft doesn't sound like something that Portland's super interested in. See a list here of the players who could be on the move. Some key guys. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is on here. Yeah. Odds on favorite, Dallas. Okay. Well, Dallas is struggling right now, and Golden State isn't going anywhere. I mean, that thing is is all but dead. Dallas is also the odds on favorite for Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> well, and boy, doesn't that seem to fit yeah. Wiggins and Kuzma to Dallas? Seems to make a little little sense there. Kyle, your savior uh, being Kyle Kuzma of all people. So, oh, I just that's what I've been reading is that with the new uh, the new uh, collective bargaining agreement that it it it's it's going to limit some of the uh, just wanting to absorb contracts. So, Dejounte Murray to the Lakers. That all but seems to be a done deal. Yeah, uh, Demar Derozan favorite the Heat. Okay, I mean that. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I mean, Miami's sitting there in eighth, but, I mean, they've been there before and can make runs. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, odds-on favorite. Knicks, Tobias Harris, odds-on favorite. Kings, that's mm. interesting. Yeah. You look at, I mean, and those are teams, again, sitting there in that, what, three to five range. I mean, that makes sense if you feel like someone like that and can actually make a push. But, like, the Lakers, like, I just rearranging the deck chairs. Lakers aren't doing jack squat. Yeah, I don't really know how they... Yeah, you're not. How are they going to... What I mean, are they... They're not doing anything. I mean, they're the Lakers are... At this point, I mean, that was why the you talk got LeBron was... LeBron and AD. Well, that was the talk is, do you, do you move on from LeBron? But I guess they quieted that. But yeah, there's nothing the Lakers are going to do. We're going to have to sit here and listen to how the Lakers are going to improve their team. Cool. Welcome to getting bounced in the first and or second round. It's possible that uh, Chris Paul and maybe even Clay Thompson could be on the move. Yeah, I hope Clay gets to stick out the season. I don't know if you saw but you know, he's not he didn't close out the game the other night. They had a nice little uh comeback win and his ass was sitting on the bench and then afterwards it was a little weird listening to him talk about it. Um he knows that it's well, it's over. It's over. I mean, that whole thing's over. Yeah. Yeah. Happened quick too. Well, I mean it didn't really but it well, I mean, I don't know. They won it and Two years ago, yeah, but so so it kind of did happen quick. Last year was kind of a weird year, and this year they they're just not very good. Nope. And you know they they tried doing it. They they missed on some of the young guys. I mean, it's it's funny if you go back to that title. We all thought that Golden State was getting ready for another run, right? Like Wiseman never worked out, and he was their either the number one or number two overall pick that year that they were terrible. Uh, They went from fifty seven wins to fifteen. Yep. And Poole was thought to be a guy that they were going to be able to lean on in the future. That didn't work out. Kaminga, he's okay. 
and but again didn't really turn into what they thought they were what he was going to draymond has aged uh not beautifully and clay is a shell of his former self mm-hmm. i mean the only thing there that's that's really uh impactful is is steph and now steph's getting a little taste of the uh, damian lillard uh world where you know you're an all-world guard and there just really isn't a whole lot else uh around you so it's I, I kind of feel uh, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, my God, look at the run they were on. Four and titles. Four titles. You don't feel bad about that, but it is. Uh, I don't know. It, it it is it is kind of weird to think that that is that's all but done. So the deadline's on Thursday. Yeah. Do you see that LED court? The uh, All Star Game is going to roll out there. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's cool in- that? that's interesting. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Now, is it going to? I. I want to see what the players think about it, or is it because that that can't... well they tested it, so it's made of glass. Yes, which um, seems I know, uh, but that... they said that they've tested it, they've used it in other countries, and it's fine. There's not a difference. Yeah, yeah. The you know, I guess I don't know. They have player reps that go out there and dribble the ball, and you know, yeah, I... get some floor burns on that glass. <laughs> you know, they test it out. They say it's it's no different, and uh, that it can play highlights. And like track movements of players, and like it, dude. It's it's crazy. It's gonna be wild. Yeah, you look at any of the the videos that are out there, and it's like they do this in in hockey, but it's like projected onto the ice. This is actually from from under from underneath. I mean, this is like rock concert stuff. My, yeah, it's like a TV on on the floor. Yeah, my buddy uh, a number of years ago did this at, when when uh, Metallica they had a a. a uh, floor that was like LED and they could do whatever they wanted. So in the middle of songs, you could put whatever graphics you want underneath there. And, but it's a little bit different when you got a rock show going on versus an NBA, <laughs> an NBA game. You imagine trying to, and I know they won't do it during play, but you imagine trying to dribbling down the floor and the courts moving underneath you. It's like being high on shrooms. I just wonder what, what that, the difference is being there versus on TV. You know, like if they flash up Damian Lillard's point total in the bottom right, yeah, on the court. Yeah, like is that? I it's, mean, that would be just for TV. But does that? You uh, would you would see it. They they're gonna have to do something where they, they can't show it on the floor, like while the action's going on. Maybe if it's not at one end, you're able to do some stuff on the other, and then like there's a steal, and so you quickly have to flip back. Some I mean, dude gets strobe lighted as he's trying to hit the game winning three. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's got to be a little distracting. You know, I know you're not necessarily looking down at the floor, but. I don't know. I, I think it'd be you imagine putty, right? Like you're out there on 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 17 out there at Langdon Farms. You're lining up a putt, and all of a sudden, the, the there's something projected <laughs> Some on strobe light comes right? on underneath me. I would assume that that's a little weird. Probably help me. <laughs> it lines up your putt for you. It gives you that. Well, I think it's cool looking. I I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. You're right. It's like how are they going to implement it? What's it going to look like? I don't, it, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. But looked, all, I tell you what, it looks cool. The, the all-star game is next weekend. Mm-hmm. I would never watch the all-star game. Probably won't come and be in Vegas. Yeah. But I, I want to see this. I, I want to see this court. Yeah. One of the ones that I saw in one of the videos was it, they, they had a guy on a, on a breakaway and they had like a, a trail of smoke behind him. And again, I don't know how realistic that is in a game, but in the All Star game, I could see that guy like takes off to throw one down, and there's like an explosion underneath him. I don't know. So it's like our drops. You got someone in the NBA game who's working the drop board, right? You know, he's doing graphics right. underneath it, right? Kind of somebody co- cuts one, kind of cool. While they're, can they have a little poof coming <laughs> out his butt? A little poof. 
Well, I mean, we all know that in order to get fans into arenas, they feel what? like they keep having to kind of push the envelope. So, you know. Cool here, technology. Here you go. The company's from Germany. Forgive me, guys. We got some breaking Shade and Sharp news. Did you oh. say that on the air yet? I no. don't think we did. What uh, do we got? Shade and Sharp is undergoing surgery. <sighs> this is according to the Portland Trailblazers. They just sent an email out. Uh, with a press release a couple minutes ago, says during Shaden's ramp up in basketball activities, he experienced worsening of his <laughs> symptoms. So it has oh, been I'm determined that Sharp will undergo corrective surgery to address a core muscle injury. A return to play will be determined once that is completed. So out for the rest of the year. This is breaking news. Suke's happy. He looked at me and smiled. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm devastated. You guys saw it on YouTube. I you? am devastated about this Because he's got a bet on the on the Blazers in that under under win total. That'll help you a little bit. But they're it, still playing pretty well without him. I know. I uh, I wonder if that uh, is can, is uh, is that contagious to Anthony Simons? Cause God, uh, rooting for injury? No, I am to not. Nice young men. I'm like those merely guys? wondering if maybe that's contagious. Mm, interesting. Well, maybe now we know why they're not trading Malcolm Brogdon. They got to leave some talent on the court. Yeah, right? Brogdon ain't going trade anywhere. sharp. He ain't going. Anywhere. <laughs> he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> All right, those um, damn those damn core injuries. What's going yeah. on in the Blazer world? That didn't used to be a thing. Yeah, it's all about, all they about used the... to tell you what muscle it was. Now they're just like, ah, it's, yeah, it's kind of in the middle there. Uh, one of my our, our best player at, at BYU, our, our linebacker, ended up going in the first round. He played through like half a year with one of those. Oh my god! So is that like an oblique or? Like, yeah, it's what? like well, it depends. Like his was like his was like lower. It was like between like your groin and your and your stomach, and he had a tear. You know, it's like like some kind of hernia or whatever, and. I mm. just, I mean, that's a, he was a tough dude. And let's just say I never, that's one injury I've never had. And thank God is like, we kind of dismissed that. We're like, cause Lillard played with his for a long time. The guys I know that have played through that, they will attest that that is an injury that you want nothing to do with. Yeah. That sucker is painful. All right. We got to move on. Coming up next, it is time for In the News. Southern California is getting hit with one of the wettest storms in its history. And we have Poopy Bridge. Here's Schultze. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. What's going on? It's Rob and Soup. Partying. Soup's Ow. eating chips. Are you eating chips over there? I am. You want some uh, no. sweet and tangy barbecue? Oh, those no, are no. good. Quite tasty. I've cut those from my life. <laughs> I don't think you have. I saw you eating some like a week ago. No, not those. <laughs> No, I don't eat those anymore. No, no. As I don't. Of, as of last week? No, I didn't eat. I, you are wrong about that. I did not have them last week. Although, uh, they did put them in our break room now. Yeah. They give us free Doritos, and that is painful because I used to love Doritos, but I don't eat them anymore. No, you've, you've moved for past. For my sexy body. You've moved past that? Yep. Can't eat those. They're bad for me. Um, it is February 6, 2024. It's time for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. I like turtles. Thank you, America. Today is African American Coaches Day. All right, well, go African American coaches. Brian Mitchell, my uh, first African American coach, played opposite Deion Sanders on those uh, Atlanta Falcons teams. He was a good dude. So shout out to Nick Saban, Pete Carroll. I did enjoy that uh, one time at BYU we played in the Black Coaches, uh, like the. It was like a kickoff game. It was like the Black Coaches of America, and we had one black. Coach one. <laughs> so well, at least you had one. Yeah, we had one. We had one. We had Would have been Coach, real awkward if you had none. I know, Coach Mitchell. Of course, then we made fun of Coach Mitchell, and then he told us to for shut being up. black. No, it was just it was it was kind about of about right. It was a kind of a running. It was kind of a running joke. He was he was a great guy. Um, what just you don't really you? think of BYU when you think of <laughs> black coach. The color white to me just always works. It is also... I just have always preferred the whites. Ronald Reagan Day. Oh, Go Ronald Reagan. I wish I could have more white things. We know where we're at. Could you mix in a black? We did. I'm asking where the white power rankings go. We had a Hawaiian, too. Norm Chow. Oh, yeah, they signed that brown guy, and then I went right past it. God. Gosh almighty. Come on! It's problematic. Ronald Reagan. I think this is the day he died. I think it's why is it's it? Ronald Reagan Day. Okay. Back when we had real politicians and not actors and reality stars. And <laughs> Oh, wait. Uh, Southern California is getting hit with one of the wettest storms in its history. I can't say that I had, had seen a ton of this, but uh, after you pointed it out, some of the footage is, uh, is a little scary. Got the floody floods. Some areas got 10 inches of rain in 24 hours. That's very close to the wettest 24-hour periods on record in L.A. Yeah. Uh, they said uh, that uh, police responded to 130 flood incidents, 49 mud or debris flow problems. Yeah, some of the mudslides were terrifying. Yeah, half a dozen fires, several water rescues for the strandeds, uh, even dogs. Yeah. One guy fell in uh, trying to save his dog. The dog floats down the river, the fast-moving river. Uh, they rescue the guy. They get downstream, and there's the dog. Yeah, he's hanging out. He's like, hey, what's up? He made it. 80-mile-an-hour winds in northern and central California caused massive power outages. They're saying it's one of the top three biggest outage events ever in Southern California. Whew. All right. Uh, Poopy Bridge news here locally. Poopy Bridge? Correct. What do we got? Sewage overflow has spilled onto the waterfront walkway under the Burnside Bridge. Is this get because of the rains, or did something else happen? People taking a stroll on the waterfront walkway should avoid that area. <laughs> um, it's just from a storm pipe made its way onto the pavement there. 
So it's it's not actual feces. We just got some sewage. What's the difference? Well, I mean, do we have just remnants of sewage, or is there, or is there like, do, like if I'm walking, am I dodging, am I dodging bullets? Does a certain percentage of feces mean that it's not containing feces? I'm confused by that. Yeah, I, I think it's, the, I think it's the delivery system of the feces. Okay. Check me if I'm wrong here. So you need, you need your sewage a little bit more diluted. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if you tell me that I'm walking, <laughs> watery and feces, and it's, it's a very watery feces, and it's just like I'm and you walking. You can't really see the, the yeah, turds. Uh, yeah. Versus if I'm just walking through, like let's say some sort of sludge, like I'm walking through chocolate pudding. Like Bill Cosby Gross. with the pudding and the jello and all. I just I would like to know what's the status oh my of my God. feces. Am I walking through pudding, baby roos, or am I walking through melted chocolate? I think it matters. Officials say the mess came from a nearby pump station that sends sewage to a local wastewater treatment facility. It's not yet known just how much waste needs to be cleaned up. How do you clean that up, by the way? I don't know. Again, I go and I'm going to go down the road of let's assume that it's melted chocolate. A- am I wrong, or do you just power wash that away and like? Eh. Isn't there some sort of like? I mean, it's not kitty litter, but it's like an absorbent. You throw it down like it's like chalk or powder or something, and it it sucks all that stuff up. Like the the janitor did that with vomit back at school. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume. I remember that's that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I do think kitty litter works for that. Some kid would puke, and they'd throw down that weird. Yeah. Sawdusty stuff, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then and scrape it, it all smell. Well. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I'm not uh, I'm not experienced in the uh, the realm of, of cleaning up raw sewage. Wouldn't know. Gotta call the sewage people. Gotta yeah. call Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Well, don't walk under the Burnside Bridge. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you what. Under you no tell s- me what. Under no Isn't sur- that where the... That's where uh, Saturday Market is, right? Burnside Bridge? I think. Well, yeah. It's I think that's right. Under it, though? Part of it, yeah. Mm. Okay, so no Saturday market. Oh no 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 yeah, no! We, the show must go yeah, on. Yeah, just put on your put on your meatball Ron uh, women white boots and go stomping through Slap there. Slap a ten percent <laughs> poop discount on there. Let's go on those overpriced earrings that you made. Yeah, that is always interesting when you're at Saturday market and someone's trying to charge a premium for some handmade paperclip earrings. You're like, really? It's like when you go to breakfast and they try to sell you art off the wall. <laughs> what? Where does that happen? Oh, like Denny's all the time. If you go to like a local diner, there's a place over in Vancouver that I go to, and there is art, like, like art just hanging on the wall, and it's not cheap. It's like expensive art. I don't know what it is about breakfast places, and even that, like La Provence has that, uh, Cameo Cafe has it, Valerie's has it. They're selling, they're selling art. I've never sat down for like a fourteen ninety nine steak and egg and been like, you know, I. Got an extra $500 burning a hole in my pocket. Let me go ahead and pick this up. <laughs> Could I have an eggs over my hammy and that beautiful picture of the Portland Bridges, please? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen these? I, I don't, they're, no. they're at breakfast places all the time. No, I'll keep my eyes peeled, though. Yeah, keep an eye out for it. I do often wonder how those, you know, like those little shops with little trinkets and things, I wonder how they make it. I think about you know? it all the time. Like, like who is who's buying, buying all this? It? I don't know. It's the same thing like with that sword and knife store that's always in every mall. Who on earth is going in there and is buying the Jackhawk 9000? Well, at least I, you can kill someone with it. <laughs> I need a replica of Captain America shield and these uh, seven throwing knives. Take a couple of those throwing stars. 
You got the Conan sword in there that I can buy. How is that store open? I don't under. I just assume they're a front for human trafficking. Well, and then you've got like the. Then you've got like the booths, like you know, like street market type stuff, like kind of like Saturday Market. They had one in San Diego when we were down there, and it's all the same. Like, where? Do, who are these people? Where do they get this stuff? And how do they make money? Like, it's all the same stuff. It's the same ju- jewelry, little yep, stupid jewelry, some and then sort of local honey, some is candle, being sold. yeah, yeah, and some candle. It's all the it, like. There's nothing unique ever. No, and it. Although that's not true. That I saw one. There was one booth where this guy made. Um, he had an he had old radios, oh. and he would make okay. Like he had one with a catcher's mitt, and he. Uh, oh, I thought you said he was just selling old radios. He's, he was, he, <laughs> but he but he would make them. What was it? I think he said you could bring something by, and he would put the radio in it. Like you could, it was kind of unique. It was yeah. like oh cool. He had one that he had a catcher's he had a. Old catcher's mitt, but a radio was in it. Huh. Somebody and, made it. And I'm guessing you didn't buy it. <laughs> no. no. You're like, it's unique, it and was, then I'll move it on. It was unique compared to the jewels that I just saw, <laughs> and then the jewels that I'm just going to, that I'm about to see, and then the crystals, yeah. and then I'll the. Do- I'll do, candles. Th- I'll do this a, a handful of times. I'm like, wow, that's a candle smells really good. Uh, maybe $37. Maybe not. There's always some sort of health formula. No, yes. It's like, here, just put this in your water in the morning. It's a like, tonic. Of all the things I'm going to buy for my health, you think I'm just going to do it from you, dude? <laughs> yeah, With an man. eye patch on a, on a street? Yeah, it's, that's what, that's, it's all about Eastern medicine, man. Trust your doctor. Well, anyway. A man has been arrested after his missing fiance may have been found dead inside a car in Washington. Oh. Did you read this story? I did not see this story. Her name is Jeannie Enyart. She was 47. She was last seen by her neighbors in the area of Northeast Holiday Street and Northeast 93rd. This was back on January 27th. Three days later, they found her car, but it was unoccupied. It was in Skamania County. Uh, Her family said the car was towed after it was found crashed in a ditch. They searched the area until they heard someone had searched the car, and there was a body in it. Oh, it's so been they, in a trunk or something. So yeah, I was gonna say they they towed the car and no one realized. I hope it wasn't just in the back seat and the dude, you know, right? didn't. I think you'd take your take a little look in there and see what's up. And they are now determining that the woman died of homicidal violence. And um, well, does anyone die of natural causes when they end up in the trunk of a car? Well, yeah, I mean, I just fair point. I just I don't think anyone's ever been like I'm having a heart attack. You know what I should do. Climb into the trunk of my Buick But she may have died in the car crash, but that would not explain why she was in the trunk. Yeah. That's a little bit of a dead give. A little bit. It wasn't a car crash. No. No. Uh, Police arrested, uh, instantly arrested her fiance, 33 year old John French. Uh, He was arraigned Tuesday on charges of second degree murder. Boy, nice going, John. Jeez, man. Like, you can't, I don't know. Like, what do you think you're going to get away with there? Yeah, it does seem. uh, You know? Apparently, they were going through a breakup. And, uh,. Well, I think here's the problem. I think when you murder someone and put them in the trunk of the car, you're probably not thinking super clearly. And by the way, looking at uh, looking at, at John here, eh, doesn't seem like the, Johnny French. He doesn't seem like the brightest guy in the world. You know, I'll never judge a book by its cover. I will, Jason. Do it, I do it all the time. You telling me that when you're going like back in the day when you were perusing movies that the jacket cover didn't didn't jump out and grab you i'm judging i'm not saying i'm solely judging but if i'm on that jury and i see uh old frenchy here you did that 
Well, he did not do a very good job. No, he and did not. rest in peace. That's sad. Yeah, that is very sad that story. is terrible. By the way, just break up for God's sakes. It's okay. Yeah, you don't have to kill someone. No, move on. Uh, okay. Initial report on the Alaska door plug issue uh, has been released. Yeah, you see, there, there's more problems too. And the, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, the question is, should they have caught this? Uh, that's next on the fan. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. All right, we are uh, back, but you probably knew that. Yeah, by the music. So are Hall & Oates, apparently. Just got done watching them on the We Are The World documentary. Uh, this is in the news, Feb 6, 2024. little late-breaking news from uh, Washington County uh, today. Uh, you know, the Hops are looking for more monies because yeah, they, they want to stay in town. Yeah, they got to get a, uh, a new facility. The Washington County Board of Commissioners approve uh, funding for construction of the new city-owned ballpark. Yeah, because the... This is a, a total of $8 million towards funding the facility. Because in order to stay, they need uh, stadium upgrades. Yeah. They have the, to. Well, they basically have to build a new one. Yes. Yes. And the, so the baseball is requiring them to have certain things that it's not feasible to have at the uh, what is it Ron Tonkin Field or whatever. Yes, so they got to really build a new one. Them. And they're just doing it. Well, they're trying to do it just kind of across the the freeway from there. I think it's pretty close. So this commitment means that the fifteen million dollar request to the Oregon State Legislature becomes the final piece of project funding that they need to get together. Uh, before the deadline, which is March fifteenth, I hope they. Uh, so they're under the gun. I hope that that gets it. Uh, it gets it across the finish line. I don't go to a lot of hops games because again, it's it's way out there. But uh, it's it, the hops is a good thing. I know a lot of people uh, really enjoy it out there. They do a good job, and I uh, I always hate to see sports fail in uh, in our lovely city of ours. Yeah, we, um, I was the MC for the Hillsboro Hops yeah. for the first, what, three, four seasons of their existence, and, and that ballpark is beautiful. They do it unlike anywhere else here in the Pacific Northwest for minor league baseball. It's it's a must-go if you're just a regular sports fan. You don't have to be a baseball fan. Just go hang out there. One of the finest um, minor league mascots. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. They no, got Barley? Right. The, the, well, just Hops. Well, his name is Barley. Yeah. Okay, but you know what I mean. The whole, the whole, they bit. hit, they hit it out the of the whole park. bit. Wonderful, yes. great job. Uh, we'll have to table uh, door plug news for mm-hmm. tomorrow, yeah, because there's a lot to chew on here. There is Alaska, well, Boeing is really stepping in it. It's not going well right now for the it's seven, not for the seven thirty seven max. So we'll get to that. We'll kick off the news with that uh, tomorrow. Uh, up next, though, the hot five at five, where we have. Uh, late-breaking Blazers injury news, which Souk, I want you guys to know, he is he is clapping like a seal over there. Devastated. Devastated over this. Uh, we also have very big standalone streaming news for sports, and Jim Harbaugh yanks another guy from Michigan. Well, he, he brought him to his new team. He didn't yank him. <laughs> That'd be awkward. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, who knows what Harbaugh's up to? It is 5.02. The Hot 5 at 5 is next on The Fan. Good afternoon. Pacific Daylight Time will be. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. 
Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Robin. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Tuesday. It's your sports bros, Rop and Souk. I'm Rop. Uh, big Souk's right over there. Right here. Dead side. We've got um, Jordan Schultz back on the show today as uh, Ryan Buckley uh, was doing it with his wife again and threw out her back. Yeah. Not Buck's back. No, no, no. Her back. Her back. Happy so, Super Tuesday, guys. So apparently if she hurts her, her back, Buck can't come to work. Is that how that's working now? Yeah, she can't watch the kids, you know. I guess. she got two kids now. Yeah, maybe Soon she to be of, three. Maybe you should have thought about that before you had a little brat. Totally. <laughs> I always say that. When, when people gripe about their kids or like, oh, it's my plight with <clears> my kids or... You know how this kid. Well, you probably should have thought about that before you had the little s head. I, I will say that it. I have never encountered this because we don't work in real office. But <laughs> this is definitely not. It a is real not office. a real office. I do know several people that are quite annoyed that uh, moms take certain liberties with their jobs when it comes to their kids. They do, and and, and they just think it's a little suspicious. What do you mean, times. like? Well, like, so if you're working a, a job and, and you're supposed to be there, there's not many reasons why you can just be like, I got to go, no questions asked. Right. And parents often do the, well, well I got to pick my kid up. Well, or... I got to go. And they're like, well, I understand that you have to pick your kid up, but we're both <laughs> doing the job and we're both getting paid the same. And I don't get to leave 45 minutes early. And yet you do leave 45 minutes, 45 minutes early because you have a kid. That's your decision to have a kid. I just, I, I do know some people that get a little. I feel like that might be here in our building, and you're uh, just saying, pawning I, it off as, oh, I no, just, they're not here. No, because... I know someone in particular that will remain nameless that huh. believes that this is abused. It's becoming a thing at their work all the time, and I, I do know that. someone that had to fight. Well, I can't. They, uh, they encourage someone to maybe go find another job because of this. Uh, this occurrence. It was a lot of like they should drive Uber and put the kid in the back. <laughs> well, just it's tough, man. I I sympathize with parents having, having to, to tell jokes to having the to deal with with uh, with sick kids and whatnot. But I I get the Dude, other part of it too. My wife showed me something cool the other day for the first time ever. Every time she shows me something, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I've either already seen it or yeah. it's stupid. Oh, believe me, my my but, gal does the same thing. Have you seen this? Yeah, honey, yeah, like three I, weeks ago. We talked about it. On the, <laughs> I, you realize this is what I do for a living. But uh, she showed me an awesome thing. It was a kid's stroller mm-hmm. uh, that the guy made into a pull cart for his golf clubs. <laughs> it was great. And all of a sudden, you're like, interesting. Dude, I've always, I've always thought about that. I mean, of course, I've never had to deal with that um, because, well, yeah. I made the decision not to have kids. Yeah. But um, I've always thought about one like on a golf cart. You know, like a little playpen on the back of a golf cart. I just throw them in there. But I've never thought about the push carts, you know, that guys use now. Yeah. And that, that, and he had it all dialed. I mean, it was real. He had yeah. it all dialed in. This club's right there on the front. A little spot for each one of them. And the little baby sitting in the stroller. And well, that. I'll say this. It is not that uncommon when I go, like, when I go to my jiu-jitsu gym to have people bring their very small children and it, it they like stick them in the corner like by the weights with like like an ipad on the floor seems safe and like some goldfish and they're like here you just and some of these kids are, are pretty small and it throws me for a loop and i have seen someone bring a playpen and stick a baby <laughs> in a playpen while they're out there it's right. it's it's interesting do you think that so i i see what you're saying about these people who kind of 
they push the boundaries of work protocols with yes. uh, oh I gotta you know pick up my kids or I gotta go do this. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I see. I see that as yeah. being an, an issue. Yeah. Um, do you think it's better if they had their kids with them at work so they couldn't? I mean, like, well, Dusty does. That. I'll give Dusty credit. His kid was in here the other day. Dusty many times will bring his his uh, his son and daughter, and he throws them in one of the isolation cubes back there, and he throws some <laughs> headphones on him. I was back there the he other makes day. Makes him sit in the dark with headphones on. Yeah, I was walking in, and little Bennett was in one of the isolation cubes back there, one of like the sales like Isn't that pods. Child abuse. And he had his headphones on. He had like some goldfish, and he was on his iPad. And I was like, "Oh, that's happening." Why do they always have goldfish? Uh, that's the key universal snacks. Either some Teddy Grahams or some goldfish. You're like, shove these in your little brat face and just be happy. If that's... kids only knew how crappy those are. Yeah, you know, I've seen it where, like, again at my gym, where like. They just stick them like on a paper towel, like on the floor, and oh, the kids. I'd give just... them. I'd give them Cheez-Its. <laughs> oh yeah, Cheez-Its. I'm a real dad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe know. white cheddar. Oh, if they're lucky. If they're lucky, the white cheddar Cheez-It might be the king of all of those. So snacks. good, really? Oh my god, no. it's delicious. No, 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 no. The white cheddar Cheez-It Uh-oh. is here comes McDonald's Schultz beyond oh, reproach. Stop. No, the regular Cheez-It is where it's at. Oh, I've, I've get never poo-poo all those extra flavors oh, like Cheez-Its the roasted Cheez-Its. Are good, but the white cheddar Cheez-It. I'm sorry. Um, it kicks the regular cheese it right in the taint. Sports follow-up. Uh, the people on the street are texting us about the Vegas thing because yeah. we were asking, like, why is the Vegas mayor saying the A's should just stay? Yeah. Because Vegas is getting the A's. Yeah. So it's a weird flex. Or not flex, but, you know, like a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, they're saying that uh, apparently the teachers and the school districts are all upset there. Because they didn't pass the school levy <laughs> but they, for the state. But they're giving money to the But baseball they're paying team. all this money in taxes to bring in a baseball team. So the mayor is kind of, they're pissed about sure. that. And well, again, I'm not saying you should always support your teachers. But at the same time, I do get why someone's like, yeah, I don't have kids. I would like to not pay for your kids. But you know what I do like? Baseball. But isn't that... Like the the old that old lady mayor, she don't care, nah. right? She's just saying, "Oh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna come out today and Support I'm gonna say, uh, let's uh, let's keep the A's in Oakland, and then uh, behind closed doors, I'm gonna shake the hands of the people who have the property who are bringing the A's and be like, all right, you guys are good now.' And I'll take the suite yeah, and all exactly. the things that go along with it. Exactly, it makes sense. All right, coming up this hour, um, are we ready for Tom Brady, the broadcaster? Mm. Maybe we'll get into some Super Bowl nuggies. Uh, tonight in the club, um, did you see the bowler who was arrested as he, as he was trying to qualify for the U.S. Open? No. They yanked him right off of the damn alley. Oh. It was great. Okay. Pulled the killer mic. And I need a ruling on something in my neighborhood. Oh. I thought you were talking about a ruling on Drake. It's impressive. Drake. You, you haven't seen that? No. Drake the... The rapper. Uh, he, had, he had a video leak today. I believe this leak is intentional. Why? What do you mean? He leaked himself doing something. Oh, is he doing it? Oh, no, it's a solo performance. Oh. And I believe it was leaked intentionally. Why? Because he's doing fine. <laughs> he's doing more than fine. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, um, whew. You're always all, you're you're always all over Weenus News. It's what I do. It's what I do. You're up on it. But you would think, like, really, like, is there anything that that guy doesn't have going for him, and now we find out that? Well, why would he leak that and not leak, like, a sex tape? I think it might be more impressive when it's just, I mean, it... Sex tape is so 2006. Yeah. yeah. I'm not kidding, dude. Is it's it? it's it's something else. I wasn't even looking for it. I logged on to Twitter this morning, and it was, like, the third thing down. I was like... Ditto. 
It's like, what is happening? <laughs> She'll say, yeah, 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 I couldn't, I, couldn't avoid it. I thought he was vacuuming. I was, I, like, it. I was like, oh, what no, is oh, no. going on right now? Freaking Drake. All right, uh, Club 1086 is 7 right now, the hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot 5 at 5. It's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. By the way, whoever the lady in the red coat was that just walked by our uh, window there. Yeah, that's the wife of the... uh, uh, God, I forget his name. He's over on Charlie. He's the Mets fan. Anyway, it's the wife of one of the FM DJs. Oh. She smells delightful. Yes. And if you get within 20 feet of her, you will catch a whiff of it, Correct. and it's wonderful. It is wonderful. Yes. Whatever she's wearing, yeah. it works. Yeah, I smelled it too. Yeah, because she's not even here. She was no. here like 20 minutes ago. It but hangs. It, just... it lingers. The Dodgers are bringing back Clayton Kershaw for his 17th season. He likely will not pitch until the second half, though, due to shoulder surgery. And the Astros have come to terms on a new five-year extension with second baseman Jose Altuve. Mm. He'll get $125 million only. For five years? Yeah. Is that uh, is that a bargain? Are they not get, bad. Are they getting the lovable base? Old. I know, but he's kind of he's getting old. But no, that's not a... Well... What did Bobby Witt just years? sign for? Well, Witt's way younger. Yeah, I guess Altuve, uh, he's getting ready to turn 34. Yeah, it's older than I thought. Yeah, so you got him till 39. Yeah, okay. At 25 mil. That I still could think... come back to bite you. Yeah, Number that's not four. a bad... That's not bad, though. Well, he's still performing, but again, they, yeah. you, know, you know how it goes. Could go off a Stay cliff. on the sauce, man. Exactly, just keep riding up. A judge on Tuesday kept in place for now the NCAA's rules prohibiting name, image, and likeness compensation from being used as a recruiting inducement. Uh, this denies a request for a temporary restraining order by the states of Tennessee and Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the NCAA is now getting sued by states. Although, did you see, too, the uh, the labor board uh, with Dartmouth? Dartmouth men's basketball team sued to unionize, and the National Labor Board gave them the thumbs up. Uh-oh. So it's oh, going to be boy. appealed, but, you know, we've seen this before, and it, and it hasn't. You know the NCAA is just getting attacked from all angles, and it's only a matter of time. It's a it's a house of cards, but that is something that uh, that that has been approved at least uh, temporarily. Dartmouth, and they're saying that if that went through, Dartmouth may just drop basketball and be like, "Cool, bye." Yeah, that's like the wrong school. To- yeah, but the, the the idea is to set precedence, and if Dartmouth can do it, and then well, the Ivy Leagues, yeah, you know, number three. They'll do anything for money over there. <laughs> cheating bastards. My point is, like, how many of these lawsuits are the NCAA facing right now? They're like the Trump of sports. I mean, it is just every corner coming after them. What else do I have for you here, fellas? Uh, Jim Harbaugh has nabbed Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter over to the Chargers. Yeah. And we so. knew that, too. Like, Oh, we did? Yeah. Well, that was one of those that... I thought he was more of a college fan. Yeah, the, the idea was that all along people I guess thought he was that, with the Ravens, yeah, too. that he was going to go. So that that wasn't a surprise. In fact, I'm a little surprised it took this long to uh, to go and do it. Washington County approves $8 million to help the Hillsborough Hops fund their new ballpark. The last $15 million for the project lies with the Oregon State Legislature. Deadline March 15. Yes, they're under the gun here a little bit. And the Hops, uh, this is a requirement. Uh, Major League Baseball has some new standards uh, for the level at which they're playing, and they can't get that done at their current facility. So 
This isn't one of those like, hey, we need a ballpark, you know, for S's and giggles. They actually have to have it. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers have teamed up for a standalone streaming service with an app that will house ESPN, TNT, and Fox content. Uh, There is no name for it or price point yet, but it will be available to ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Max subscribers. It is expected to launch later this year and be under $100. (laughs) So I believe it's going to be called Cable. And it's exactly what we had before all the streaming services. I mean, I, I don't want to, like, Hulu plus live sports already is like 90 plus dollars. So when they say it's going to be under $100, is that an extra $100 on top of your already subscription? Or is that $100 all in with HBO and, and everything? I mean, there's a lot of questions here, but it certainly feels like we're just going back to the days of cable. We've unbundled and now we're rebundling. Yeah, bundling of streaming services has been a thing that's been coming. Yes. Um, and here we go. Yeah. And this is a big, big shift. This could knock cable this could be straight the, out of business. This could be the death blow. Because. But you still would need NBC, and you would still CBS. not have CBS programming. But Number one. Yeah, they'll figure it out. There's another bundle you're going to have to buy. <laughs> and apparently antitrust laws don't exist anymore, so don't worry about that. Uh, the Blazers lose Shaden Sharp to surgery. He will have surgery on a core muscle injury later this week. His symptoms, they said, worsened as he started ramping up for a return. So he's going under the knife. A timeline for a return to be determined once yeah, he's not it's coming. complete. Yeah, he's not coming back. Let's just call it what it is. Suk laughed about this because uh, he thinks his bet will hit now. First off. I'm now rooting against you. He hasn't played in weeks, and they're playing much better, which still concerns me. And this almost but guarantees the, the, the rumors of not moving Brogdon. He's not going anywhere. So what we need now is we need one of these core injuries to be contagious and move over to, like, Anthony Simons and or Brogdon. Yeah, this is kind of bad for you because Brogdon, I know. he's a pro. Yeah, he's, I don't like He'll keep him in it. They're, they're playing too good right now. They're improving. And Scoot's getting better on a night-to-night basis, and that's concerning. Wait till he pops after the All-Star break. You're, you're toast, dude. They're playing defense. They're rotating. Whew. It's getting a little spooky out there. There will be a knee procedure. There was a knee procedure uh, done to Sixer star Joel Embiid. That was a little clunky. Uh, But he's out four weeks. They will reevaluate him in a month. That's what they say. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to clip the meniscus. Obviously, this is going to be one where they stitch the flap down. And this is normally not a month-long thing. This is a significant time frame when you're trying to get back they clip the meniscus and you can come back and play fairly quickly but when you're repairing this i would be shocked if Embiid, look if he's even ready for the playoffs i think that that is a a, a massive reach at this point Why philly I'll just sh- doesn't want to say it the hot five at five is brought to you by victorico's mexican food the most popular burrito spot in oregon order now at victoricos.com tom brady the broadcaster is coming whether you like it or not next on the fan this is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. Hey, 1080 The Fan invites you to play in the first annual Fan Winter Golf Classic at X-Golf Tualatin and X-Golf Vancouver. That will be Tuesday, February 27th. We'll be broadcasting live, Danny and Dusty as well. You can play at noon or 4 p.m. We're doing it in threesomes and we're playing Pebble Beach, baby. Out at uh, the Couve and Tualatin, either one. And the winner gets a free foursome into our summer tournament out at uh, Langdon. And the loser, the worst team, gets lessons. (laughs) There will be food 
uh, from Victorico's uh, Pearl Catering and the Urban Restaurant Group. And uh, like I said, uh, you're playing Pebble. Yeah. So, uh, and that, their simulators there are great. Even the putting. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a good time out there. I don't think we get to play though. No, we have to we have to work. Yeah, got to do this whole thing. Maybe to, maybe Rob can step up and hit a couple shots for you. Go to 1080thefan.com if you would like more info or to just sign up your threesome. Again, we're playing in threesomes, yes. and that is Tuesday, February 27th. The menage a trois, if you will. So uh, if you want to know how the NFL is doing, I give you Tom Brady's TV deal. <laughs> Jeez Louise. That dude is making $370 million. That's insane. Over I'm, 10 years for that. I wonder if that's guaranteed. I don't know, because... He, like, what if he sucks? What if he sucks? That's right. Like, we've tried this. Like, they, they tried to make Magic a broadcaster. Emmett Smith didn't work out. I mean, we, we see this. I mean, guys try this. It's it's way harder than you think. I don't think Tony... Like, if Tony Romo... It's, does anyone think Tony Romo is good anymore? Like you want, like he no. was, he was successful now, and I think Tony Romo might be the most hated broadcaster out there right now. Well, I think yeah, Tony Romo's gotten really annoying, and and he, he makes a ton of money. He clearly does not do his homework. No, and he's sort of devolved. Like he's just, he's got really annoying habits. My wife, he, he was, makes seventeen million dollars. Yeah, all well, these guys make it. S ton. My wife was screaming during the AFC Championship game, like, thanks for stating the obvious, Tony. I wish I taped it. It was hilarious. Even my wife knows that it's bullshit. And by the way, yeah, it's, it looks like I'm, I'm, I look, at least looked up Romo's, and his is guaranteed at least through 2025. Yeah, a lot of people now are trying to make the uh, movement to get Greg Olson yeah. to replace Tony Romo. Because Olson is going to be replaced by Tom Brady. And Greg Olson. And again, we once thought this about Tony Romo. Uh, Greg Olson right now, to me, is as good as, as any analyst going. I personally think Troy Aikman, uh, given my druthers, I think Aikman does a phenomenal job. Greg Olson's got the potential to be the best in the business. Some people think he already is, and he's getting the boot for for Tom Brady. And I'm open to Tom Brady being great. I just, I've never heard Tom Brady do uh, color commentary. Well, you'd have to think that the difference between a game with him... Brady versus Greg Olson yeah. on the call is marginal, right? Like one would think. And yet it's not. There's they're paying Tom Brady's television deal, and I'm sure there are other things in there that he will have to do other than just the games, but ten years, three hundred and seventy five million. Dude, that is insane. I mean, don't you sort of have to take that, even if you don't want to broadcast yes. here, Tom Brady? Yes. Don't you have to be like, all right. All right. You have no choice. All right. You I'll have take no it. choice. But you're you're right. So what is that per year? He is it's thirty seven and a half million a year. Thirty seven and a half million. He, he has doubled the highest paid announcers. Do you know what Greg Olson makes per year? Ten, maybe? No, he makes seven. Seven million? Seven million. Yeah. The he highest did. paid guy was I think Romo. And he's doubled that. Yeah, seventeen for Romo. Yeah. He was the highest. I know they threw a bunch of money at Peyton and Peyton said no. Um, which tells That's you how much tells you how much money Peyton Manning has. Well, he's got the Omaha sports thing going. Yeah, he doesn't and... give a rip. But I mean, Tony Rome. I mean, uh, I don't think Tom necessarily does either. I mean, Tom's got more money than he knows what to do with. But how do you turn down for talking? How do you turn down three hundred three hundred plus million? Well, does anyone just tune in just because it's him? Do you think that that's a thing? Because why why are you paying like thirty seven million dollars for a broadcaster, seems even insane. the one with the name Tom Brady? Seems insane. That is absurd. Well, it's a good question because the NFL ratings to me can they get any better? And does Tom Brady bring in any any outsiders? You're right. Like we all watch anyways. I'm not more likely or less likely to watch because Tom Brady. But does 
it I'm ha- not. It has to bring in more viewers, like doesn't it? I don't know. Otherwise, why are you paying him thirty-seven as opposed to Greg Olson making seven? They might think it does. Do you just have so much money that it doesn't matter? I, I think it goes back to that. Do you just the NFL is doing so well? Yeah, they had to have Brady, so that he named his price and he was laughing. He was probably yeah. talking to his agent, like, "Check this out. I'm going to ask for thirty-five million a year. All right, Tom, here's thirty-seven and a half million a year, and we'll give you ten. It's just like when you're at like at a restaurant and. You know, they're like, like, oh, crap, now I have to broadcast. <laughs> it's like you want an appetizer, and you're like, yeah, whatever. You're like, yeah, it's the, the bill is just fine. Just throw it on there, some garlic bread. Is this garlic bread to the NFL? They're like, yeah, what, three ounces of Well, cold. they're not paying it, though. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, I guess, uh, Fox. Fox, right? Yeah, he did yeah. a deal with Fox. Well, does Fox have that kind of money? <laughs> I mean, well, I-, I guess if you say you have him, I mean, look, they're not doing this deal if they aren't making money off of it. I would so, Im- I would imagine. I don't maybe it just goes into the whole pot of broadcast money where they just make that much more because they have him, so it's worth paying him thirty seven million a year. I don't know. There has to be some sort of quantitative reason why they're paying him thirty seven million dollars unless like you get two years into this and you're like, Oh my god. That's my point. Like I'm not I don't want Brady to be terrible, but there's part of me. <laughs> that just I, I think it would be hilarious to pay someone 37 mil I guarantee at least half of that is guaranteed and just have him be an utter disaster and then just being like oh my god what we are paying him 37 million dollars and people are just raking him over the coals you know that, that would be fascinating well look they're raking Romo over the coals and he's not going anywhere no no and not. by the way I watch games with Romo yeah. I can't stand him, but I, yeah, I watched watch. the game. I've never once turned off a broadcast or turned on a broadcast because of a uh, of, of an announcer. Aren't I can enjoy it more or less based on it, but I if it is a game I want to watch, my God, you could have, I don't know, you, you take whoever you want. You could have Kanye West doing that, and I would still watch the game. Was Romo's early success on CBS with Jim Nance maybe a reason that there probably was a bidding war behind closed doors for Tom Brady even before. Cause, cause the guy's boring in his post game quotes. I just wonder like what, what sparked this, this crazy there, need. There has Brady. to be something behind the scenes that well, you do hear that Brady away from football is more of a, it's like Tiger Woods. I think he's pretty interesting. They actually. they say that he's more of a man's man and a really interesting guy. When you get him away from that, you saw that when he went down to Tampa Bay and he got out from under Bill's thumb, you saw some of the personality come out. Oh, and by the way, He's the greatest and most famous football player of all time. And maybe that's just all And he's handsome. He's handsome. I mean, is there anything that he can't do? Probably not. Like, if you remade Flash Gordon, Tom Brady would be the one to save every one of us. Well, he was on Colin's show not too long ago and making the rounds, kind of promoting this whole thing. Because Mm -hmm. it's kind of gotten a little weird because Greg Olson is getting the boot. And people like him so very much. And people like Greg Olson. But Tom Brady, like Olson has said, we knew this was, I knew this was coming. Yeah. So his whole thing is, I just want to land somewhere else and, and continue don't, to broadcast. And don't feel games. bad for Greg Golson. He's making seven million bucks a year. But I think Brady, and when Brady was on Colin, and I, when I hear Brady, I think he's really interesting. Yeah. I, he, he, you're you're probably right at post game quotes. He's not going to give you much post game, but I think untethered, sort of retired Tom Brady that can hearken on on back to his experience. And I hope so. That could, you know. That could be really, really, really good. Most of the time, quarterbacks are the ones that get these jobs because they have the best. Uh, they have the best brains. You know, they they can explain more of what's going on. I mean, 
and I'm not saying that that you know you you can't do that as a tight end or an O lineman, but I mean I know for a fact as as an O lineman, I have a limited knowledge of of what a quarterback's progressions are, and 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 I have a you know I, I understand route trees and, and concepts, but I I don't nearly have the the overall knowledge that a quarterback would. But I think what Greg Olson does, and this is the key to being a good broadcaster, and I think it's what Romo had at the beginning, and I think he relied on it, and now I think it's it's gotten annoying. The ability to take something that is very complex and in a short period of time ex- explain it in layman's terms and not sound condescending, that is a real talent. And I don't think anyone does it better right now than Greg Olson. And I think some of that is just a natural talent. And so Brady's success or failure will ultimately depend on that. Can you take complex things that you see in your mind and in 12 seconds, can you relay that to us? If you can, he'll hit it out of the park. And if not, then we'll be here next year being like, they're paid $37 million for this? Crazy. Crazy numbers, man. Yeah. And this guy's saying Greg Olson sucks. Again, it's subjective. What? Everyone hated Joe Theismann. I loved Joe Theismann. I thought those Maguire yeah. Theismann booths, I thought those were some of the best in the game. It's all subjective. It's like the Grammy Awards. Theismann wasn't bad. He just was a little biting. Yes. Well, <laughs> and again, Theismann thought that, you know, that he was right about everything. Um, and there's a lot of guys like that. Aikman is really good. I would say, though, okay, so power rank Aikman, Collinsworth, Romo, Olsen, Herbstreet. I still go Aikman one. I'm going to go Herbie two. I'll go Olsen three. Wow. You got to do it for a little longer. But I really like Greg Olsen. You do this in two, three years, I think Olsen may be number one. Then I'm going Collinsworth. Uh, and then I'm going Romo. I, I really have... I. I I don't like Tony Romo anymore. He and, and I think and, and Jim I, hates him. And that's the thing. I think together, <laughs> I think if Romo were to be with someone else, maybe it's better. I hate their dynamic. I think it sounds terrible. Yeah, Jim doesn't. You can tell Jim struggles yeah. with him. But I, I think Buck and Aikman. I think it's phenomenal. They're they're uh, they have good chemistry. I think Aikman's a little guarded. You know, like I think he's a little. I don't know. I just want a little more out of him. I yeah. mean, he's really good. He'd probably be the top of my rankings too, but. Um, He's a pro to me. Definitely a pro. Like, yeah. he never says anything that is stupid. No. It's always... And I, he's critical, but he you're right. He's critical in, uh, in, in a, yeah, in a respectful pretty, way. He's pretty fence-line guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I get it. You kind of yeah. have to be. But yeah. um, Collinsworth... I've always liked Collinsworth. I yeah. think Collinsworth's pretty good. Yeah. But... He can be a little too uh, sucky-uppy at times. But again, no one's perfect. But again, I like him. I respect him. And I think he's a he's a fan of the game, and and I enjoy it. There's a there's an energy to it, and well, look, that's not an easy job to do. Um, and a, a lot of athletes do that, and they simply rely on their name. But I I do think it hurts some people. Like like I think Dan Orlovsky does a really good job, but at the same time, you know, it, it bothers some people, and I get it when he's super critical when the guy was bad. Who's the other guy? Is it uh, Ocha? The is it Emmanuel. Uh, He's on all the NFL Manuel shows. Acho? Yeah, I just he drives me effing crazy because it's it's one thing like look I wasn't any good and I tell you I wasn't any good. That guy acts like he was freaking Lawrence Taylor, and that's the pro. Like that's another thing. It's it's one thing if you're Tom Brady, you can be up there and you can be Tom Brady. You know, like like you can't question your. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. You maybe know, that's what they're paying for. You can't question him. They're just paying for the pedigree. But when you know, when you're a flame out like me, you know, you got to be real careful. You can be critical. You can talk X's and O's and say I don't understand that. But man, there's a fine line between, um, 
thinking that or pretending that you were a lot better than than you were. And I think sometimes that rubs the wrong way, but it can go the other way too. Because like Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin's a Hall of Famer, one of the best receivers, and I think Michael Irvin is an awful broadcaster because all he does is I'm Michael Irvin. Don't you question me? And you're like, well, what you're saying makes no sense. I get it. You are a phenomenal receiver, but you have horse crap opinions that are based in nothing. So that's why I said it's a that's a tougher job than people realize to actually be good at it. All right. Well, whether you're ready for it or not, Tom Brady coming to a broadcast booth near you (laughs) for a lot of money next year on Fox. And if he's not good, the money thing will make a difference. It because we know how much money he makes. It's like an NBA guy. When you're making four million bucks a year, no one cares if you're average. But you sign that big contract, you better you better produce, or people uh, are going to murder you. I am guessing he's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, who's his partner then? Is that going to be? Uh, uh, it'll be a uh, the, the same guy, Burkhart, right? Burkhart, yeah. That's with Greg Olson because he's going to move up to the number one, and Olson will still be working. He's just yeah. going to go down to the the tier two. All right, let's get to the Super Bowl next. But first, Schultze with Sports Center. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. This is going to sound terrible, but I wonder if you guys do this too. You know, you always have hockey on in here. I do. And I'll glance up there and I see the, <laughs> uh, I see the hockey hot interviewing the young hockey bro. Yeah. And I often try to decipher if they're doing it. Do you ever do that? That is terrible. No, I would never do that. I don't disrespect the <laughs> wonderful, well, wonderful female reporters out there. Unless it's Justin Herbert giving the interview, and then chances are the answer is yes. Yeah, because didn't he? He's doing. He still it with, is. He's doing it with. Uh, I forget what her name yeah. is. Some hot blonde. See what I mean? So I was watching. The, I think it happens a lot. I was watching the Duke game the other night, and John Sh- Shire is that the coach's name? Uh, Shire, Shire, whatever the Duke yes, coach. The Duke coach. He's. Still very young and handsome. And uh, the hot that was interviewing him, boy, I tell you what, I I saw a little sparkle in their eyes. You know? I think they were doing it. And so now, this is my new thing. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they're trying to hide something. Uh, Look, I'm not going to comment on this because I'm not a sexist pig. But uh, it happens a lot. And I mean a lot. Well, yeah. I, you know, look, the sideline reporters doesn't think the that. sideline reporters are hot. The athletes are hot and rich and and are famous. I mean, who was it? Uh, uh, the doucher just invited uh, old Paige out to uh, caddy form at one of the live events, and she was Paige. Okay, wait a minute. Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau. And who? Uh, Paige. What's her? Um, you know the, the the. I have no idea. What are you talking about? Oh, the golf? The, the golf page. page oh, uh, uh, Spraniak? Yes, yes. That she's, she's the... quote, caddying for him. And there's, oh, it's. That disappoints me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, and I, I'll admit that I did do that. When I saw the two of them together and she was like driving a golf cart with him in it. And, uh, and by the way, she was I putting just... out her A game and I immediately went to like, yeah, I bet she's caddying. Can you just say something about her? Yeah. She. It is not sexist to say that she uses those big old balloons on her chest. Yes. To get clicks. Like, that's what she does. Yes. She leans into it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, like, some of them are, they're not all like that, but yeah. she. She is. Yeah. And apparently she's used it to snuggle up to Bryson that guy, DeChambeau. Of all the guys <laughs> that you pick him? 
I actually think that makes total sense, by the way. Like, uh, 100% total sense. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, big, yeah, they, uh, they are just rolling around together in the golf carts. Yeah. Um, the other one, too, is, you know, coaches and players and dance. Like, who is it? Spolster was married to a Miami Heat dancer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pritchard was married to a dancer. Um, yeah, the uh, Mark Madsen's and AC Greens of the world are the exception to the rule. <laughs> Those are the rarities. When you know, when I was in Denver, that was a no-no, and I can promise you that it was not a no. It was a yes, and then some for lots of guys. Um, yeah, that's uh, that goes without saying. Well, Tur- I just turns wanted- out that hot young women like hot young rich men, or just rich old men. It works. Well, I just—it's <laughs> something I do. <laughs> But I you, had to come clean. But you use the on you use the chemistry. You you do a Larry David. I look at you do a deep dive. You're like, mm. yeah. I think sometimes you can tell. Sure. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and there's definitely times when the reporter is, uh, like you said, very much leaning into it. They're they're being very they're being Just, very they're being very flirty. They know what they're. It's a doing. fun experiment. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we'll get to uh, one last super. Well, last. It's one of our first Super Bowl nuggies. We got to start talking about the Super Bowl, man. Yes. We've only got three more days after this. Yeah. To talk about the damn thing. So then, let's go. What are you waiting on? What's well, the matter with you? You actually. We're busy talking oh, about reporters I and. I blew another segment. You want to hear about uh, Scott Swift? Who? Taylor's dad. That's his name is Scott Swift. I can't say I knew Scott Swift. Well, she has a dad. His name is Scott. All right. Well, go Scott. Um, Does she have to take care of Scott Swift? What do you mean? Well, so her his, his daughter is the most famous uh, woman on the planet. And she's probably worth like half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. What does Scott get? Probably not a lot. Does Scott make demands? Does Scott Scott uh, did well for himself? Did he? Yeah. So he's already. It sounds like it. He's already wealthy. It sounds like yeah. It sounds like she comes from a family where it's not like she needed to buy them everything they. That's what I wonder. You do the sideline reporter. I do the family member thing. Like douchey Jackson Mahomes. Like his brother's worth Mm. a couple hundred million bucks Mm -hmm. and is the best football player in the world. He seemingly is a douche. And does nothing other than dance on TikTok and grope women. But seemingly, he leads a great life. How much of that life is... I don't know that he does. ...funded by... He seems to have a pretty good life to me. He drives a nice car. He's always on... You know, he's always at big events. In more exclusive places than I am there, Rob. So, how much of that... Well, that's not saying much, Schultz. No offense. (laughs) I'm just wondering, like, what is the... Like what's the does he does he get an allowance? Is he on salary, or does he just suckle off the power teat and then like do his own cheesy deals because he's Jackson Mobs? That's the one I'm interested in. Uh, is is what parents and hangers on? Like when when I was watching the Hard Knocks thing uh, with the Dolphins and Tyree Kill's mom, I don't know what Tyree Kill's mom has going on. Does she just like like send invoices? I, I, I got questions with that. I want to know that. All right. Well, uh, let's start diving into. We've got a lot of layers to the Super Bowl we got to get to, and it starts with Tay Tay. <laughs> uh, next on the fan. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com on 1080 The Fan. 
According to Internet, Jackson Mahomes is worth $3 million in the neighborhood of $3 million. Doing what? He's only 22. Well, they're saying that he does have, you know, he has over a million followers on TikTok. Oh, well, that's probably how he makes his money. But he has a, that's solely based on the fact that he's Patrick Mahomes' brother. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, he does, he puts out content. I mean, he does use it. Yeah, he uses content from the things that Patrick Mahomes is at. He has yeah. 250000 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They say he's worth, he's 22 years old, worth $3 million. He also owns a couple of, uh, he co-owns some restaurants, Oh, I guess. All right. But he has a lot of endorsements. Like, he, he does Head & Shoulders. Lord. He does Cheapo Latte. He does Life Aid ban- uh, Beverages. Life Aid Beverages. That blows my mind that companies. Lulu Lemon and Cuts Clothing. Well, Cuts has uh, nice t-shirts. They're expensive, but that blows my mind. That makes me not want to wear Cuts. It blows my mind that companies want to be in business with Jackson Mahomes. That fascinates me. Well, they may have separated themselves from him now that he's had some issues. But But even before, just, I don't know. Well, you thought he was a douche, but kids love him. He's on TikTok, you know? He's dancing all the time. I guess it's the same thing like with those island boys. I'm amazed that people like that (laughs) are popular. Social media reach, baby. The the companies will pay you if you've got it. I guess. So the story with uh, Taylor's dad, Taylor Swift's dad, Scott. He just uh, looks like an old dad with a dad bod and dad jeans. Scott Swift. Apparently, Scott... Uh, so he grew up in Pennsylvania, but mm-hmm. he went and played baseball at Hawaii. Oh, okay. Did you know that? I did not know. I know. Oh, no, sorry, football. Oh, not I baseball. know very little about Scott Kingsley Swift. Yeah, he. Um, well, then he produced a freaking massive daughter. So the Wall Street Journal wrote an article about Scott today, and it was that all of his old Hawaii football teammates are just now finding out that he is Taylor Swift's dad. <laughs> <laughs> minds are blown? Yeah, their minds are blown. And the the most famous one was Al Michaels. Apparently, in 1970, he only, he played for one year. So he didn't play. Not really. He but just they, was But there. he was on the team. Sure. And they said, in 1970, Al Michaels was the Hawaii um, play-by-play guy. Oh. And... <laughs> Jim Nance recently told Al Michaels that Scott Swift from the old Hawaii team mm-hmm. was Taylor Swift's dad, and Al Michaels had no idea. <laughs> he was like, "What?" <laughs> and then he said, "Then Al Michaels said, I don't even remember Scott.' Uh, That's because he wasn't on the team; he yeah. was just there." <laughs> but I guess Scott Swift now life's good for Scott Swift because he just goes into the CBS booth before games. He just struts around like a rock star. Yeah. And he just has struck up a friendship with Jim Nance. Oh. And that's how Jim Nance told Al Michaels See? about Scott being Taylor's dad. See, this goes back to my point. Of I got, how good is it to be Scott Swift? I understand he did fine for some... Scott Swift isn't walking into the booth because of anything Scott Swift did, other than produce Taylor. <laughs> I don't know what he did for a living, but... Well, I know what he's doing now. He sounds like he's... Sucking off the power teat. Good for him. He's done fine. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of funny to... There's like these quotes from these Hawaii guys in there. They're like, what? Well, that is... That dude's well, Taylor's dad. Well, I'm trying to think about it. Uh, I the idea that I played with someone that produced the most famous woman on the planet. Yeah, that would be a bit shocking to me, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you wouldn't think about it. Swift's a common name. Yeah. It's like it was yeah. 50 years ago. All of a sudden, you're like, what? In Whoa, the hell! Maybe I should get back in touch with him. <laughs> Can I also say that? Hey, Scott, long time no talk. You got any tickets to Taylor's shows? <laughs> oh, I bet he gets that all, all the, the time. time. That is one of those things that does. Uh, it it doesn't. It rubs me a little bit the wrong way. Look, you say whatever you want, but I 
I do roll my eyes a bunch at the I played. No, you didn't. You didn't. If, if you were on, if you were a walk on at a team for a year, you didn't play. That drives. I, I get that all. What if the, he was scholarship? Uh, no, he wasn't. How do you? Know? How do you know? <laughs> he was there for a year. That's always the dead giveaway. <laughs> oh yeah, I played at Washington State. I'm all cool. What years were you there? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah, I was just there for one year. Like did. Yeah, it didn't, didn't work out. Oh, so you walked on and you were there for three weeks. Like, you didn't play. You didn't play. Well, whatever. He's I, worth 20 or $30 million, they're I, saying. Well, they, see, he did great. And he was a stockbroker, but he was also, he, he had early investments in Tay-Tay. Oh, yeah. So he's... Yeah, they went all in. I've heard yeah. that story. Like, yeah. they, they, they went full go. They... They were determined that their daughter was going to be a star, and by God, it worked. Yeah. So he's and he's I cashing guess, checks off of that. And I guess Toby Keith, rest in peace, by the way, he uh, helped give Taylor Swift uh, her start. He, she really? signed to his record label. Oh, how about that? Yeah. I'm, Great American icon, Toby or <laughs> Toby Swift. Toby Swift. <laughs> Toby Keith. I'm guessing Taylor would have made it anyways, but, uh, you know, hey, he helped launch her. All right. Well, that is that Super Bowl talk? Does that count? I don't think that counts. Why? It's Taylor Swift. Yeah. She's the biggest thing going at the game. <laughs> there is a whole section of Swifty right. parlays on uh, oh, all yeah. the betting sites, I think. I've been, I was looking through the Tay-Tay props today. <laughs> How many times she's going to be shown yeah, stuff, stuff like, like that. that. There's yeah. good ones. There's good ones. There's a whole page of them. <laughs> Has there ever been anything quite like this in the world of the NFL? Uh, no. I mean, Brady had a little bit with Giselle, and I mean, we, but this is, uh, this is a whole other... A whole other ball game. All right, I need a local ruling, please. All right, let's do it. On some things going on in my neighborhood. It's getting wild. <laughs> Southwest Portland. It's getting turned up there. And uh, did you see the bowler arrested as he was trying to qualify for the U.S. Open? I did not see that. Yeah. Uh, the club is next. 604 on the fam. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills, and you're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. Bro. Guys, move on. Stop breaking news, dude. I think it's really sexy. <laughs> you know, uh, go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. I can't even imagine. It's a lot of information, so. Great little player. Shut up. They're fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. You don't be your own, What's up, bro? Do you believe? Oh, no. What's up, bro? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's up, bro? Do you believe? All right, uh, welcome back. Still haven't watched the Drake vid. You don't need to. Just know that uh, Drake's doing fine. Drake's and packing heat. That's the big news today. I purposely... I, and I, Toby I, Keith died. Yeah, those are the two big... I woke up this morning, and uh, <laughs> the two things that first came across my feed were Toby Keith dying, and I was like, oh, that's sad. I thought he was in remission. And then, like, two scrolls down below that, Drake's doing fine. And my first thought is immediately, 
you know, like we were talking about, you know, the Curbs uh, new season. One of yeah. the great Curbs season is the accident text on purpose. Mm-hmm. I believe that the Drake video is a accidental leak on purpose. Because in no way is Drake upset. Normally when a celebrity has a, a sex tape leaked, it's like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. But like Kardashian, they did that on purpose and it led to a billion dollars. Drake doesn't need any money, but I think Drake is walking a little prouder today. If anyone ever wondered what Drake had going on, we now know. And it's uh, it's up and it's good. And it's good from it's a sixty yarder. It's 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 a big boy kick. We also have from the hash too. It's it's impressive. We have Lee Harvey Oswald trending. We do. What? Yeah. And if you're wondering why Lee that, Harvey Oswald, that too pertains to the Super Bowl. Oh. Okay. Um, it's because he looks like Brock Purdy. Lee Harvey Oswald does? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Dude, look at it. <laughs> Brock Purdy is a young Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, they do. They don't have beards. They're both very, very young-looking faces. Yeah. There's a side-by-side out there. Just check that out. I'll be damned. <laughs> Boy. So they just asked him about it at his media availability, and he was like, yeah, I'm not real. Not real high on that. <laughs> well, that's, that was Lee Harvey. <laughs> I'm guessing he doesn't that's, like being compared to Brock Purdy. I'm guessing that's not who you want to be compared to. Well, it, you can't help it. It's Boy, who you look like. I'll be damned. That is. Yeah, I mean the hair is a little different, but yeah, there's one where they're, dra- they're right before uh, Oswald gets shot by uh, Jack Ruby. Boy, it's pretty close. That's pretty, pretty close. I, mean, I suppose there's worse people that you could be compared to. Like, what if someone compared you to Ted Bundy? Horrible comp, but people said that Ted Bundy was very attractive and, uh, like, charismatic. Yeah. I guess the worst would be Hitler, right? Yeah, you don't want to be Even Hitler. without the mustache. Like, you, it's it's funny with Hitler. You almost have to, you have to have the little mustache. You can't because get, if you yeah. don't, you don't look you like don't him. look like him. But no. that's kind of weird. Yeah, right. Like, no one's ever been like, hey, you look like Hitler. If only you had a mustache. No, you have to have the mustache. It's like a Groucho Marx thing. Yeah, you know, you, no, you, you know, you look like Groucho Marx. No, I mean there are pictures. Mustache. If you Google Hitler without a mustache, really? Well, I mean they're all CG. I mean it's you know it's like they just oh, take the mustache. They took it out. out. Yeah, but. Does he look less threatening or more threatening? He kind of looks like an old oh. lesbian. Like you, to your yeah, that's a boy. You remove because he's doing the big comb over. You remove the mustache and it changes everything. Yeah, it really does. He looks a lot different. He does. I say he looks less menacing. I yeah, really maybe. do. You know, the the mustache adds a. But it's kind of in those dead eyes though, too. Yeah, but the mustache adds a certain level of evil. The weird one is young Stalin is a handsome lad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, young Stalin was good looking. Good looking dude. Yeah, because Stalin at the end, you know, he's just like this fat, bloated guy. But young Stalin, like that, like you'd go backpacking around Europe with that dude. He is very attractive. I, by the way, I saw a video of young Joe Biden yeah. going around today for some reason. Yeah. Uh, he's got a better call Saul thing going on for himself. What does that mean? He looks like, uh, he looks like the, what's the, Bob Odenkirk, it's weird. Like, because he's been in he's been in the government since he was like thirty. I don't know why, but someone was posting a video today of him, like when he was like thirty two. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Result. Right? Yeah. They look I like do. Saul Goldman. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's very strange. 
Like, I only think of Biden as a thousand years old, but, you know, at one point he was a young dude. I'm always fascinated no when, you, when you, when <laughs> I'm just fascinated people that we only know as old. And like, a lot of people like that are in the limelight for that long. You remember them young and then you, you know, you see them old, but you can think back like Billy Joel at the Grammys. Like it's, it's weird to see them all puffy and old, but I remember, you know, young Billy. I don't remember young Biden. Yeah. Uh, Tony know. Bennett, rest in peace. That was kind of the same thing for me with him. I, I was too young to see him young and he always had that very big old white head of hair but going back and looking at him like in the 40s and 50s or like mickey rooney same story <laughs> it kind of makes you laugh a yeah, little like bit like what's burn what's like i always just bernie sanders has to be old forever like was he ever young I can't picture it. Now I'm Googling young Bernie Sanders. I'm guessing he looked like old Bernie Sanders, only not <laughs> When I was 25, I felt 70. Let me tell you what, guys. <laughs> and by the way, you are 100% yeah. correct. He looks like old Bernie, but just with brown hair. Yes. That's about there's <laughs> Bernie Sanders would never had a prime. He just, <laughs> you know, it's just, it, he just, he was, he was, he was set on a course. Yep. And it's just, it's the way it was. A little more hair, but still balding at a very young age yeah and oh still God. looks crazy and you know it's just Bernie. Wow. <laughs> it's just bernie because the, the, the weird like young sometimes you see like uh like young uh martha stewart kind of hot you know like it's it's weird to see like old ladies and then you look back and you're like hey look, look what you had going on there all right like, all right party with you all right the ruling uh, that i need for my neighborhood is christmas lights yeah I don't know how many Christmas lights you have going on. Just took mine down. You did? But did you have them up? Or did you have them on? No. In oh, January? Oh, God, no. I just didn't get a chance to take them down because of yeah. the ice and the wind and then it was right. raining. But I so, took them down like a week ago. It's February 6th. Yeah. There are a lot of Christmas lights. Still on? Still on really? in my neighborhood. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I hate to do this, but I'm going to throw myself under the bus. Yeah. I have... I need a, another ruling. I need a ruling. Okay, so first of all, is it... Is it acceptable to have your Christmas lights on in February? No, it's weird. I think it's a little weird, too. It's not a little weird. I think it's a lot they got to go off like January 31. Oh, you, you're, you're giving them all of January? I'm okay. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't mind seeing them till the end of January, but this week I, I see a couple on in my neighborhood still, and I'm starting to get like, what are you doing? See, yeah, I think there's down. a lot of them this year that are on for the same reason that you just took yours down, is that people just left them because of yeah. the ice, and they just haven't had it. And, and it was and it was so rainy, and I'll tell you, I ain't getting up on yeah. my roof in the middle right. of a rainstorm. And it's easy to just plug them in and just, yeah, I'll keep enjoying these. So yeah. you don't have to turn them on. No. But we've got a lot of Christmas lights in our neighborhood. So when is the acceptable Christmas light cutoff date? To have them on? I yeah. I think it's like a January 10th to January like 15th. I'd give you like a week or two, and then I think it's strange. Mm. But you go into February, and now I think you're a crazy old person. Okay, now I've got... I, the second part of this is that I have two little arbs right in the front of the house, mm-hmm. right, that either side of the front door. Yeah. That have, I mean, they are Christmas lights because I remember buying them. But they're clear lights. For Christmas. But they're clear. That's a different animal. And I turn, and I still turn them on, and I don't really think of them as Christmas lights. Let me say this. I'm a, I don't know if this is a, a bold stance on my part. But exterior illumination, when they're clear bulbs, that's a year-round thing. No problem with it. So anything clear, like even if you have them hanging on your house like Christmas lights? I think, well... You're okay with that? 
that's a little, that is a little weird. But exterior illumination, I am a big fan of. Lights in your yard, like up in trees, and when done properly around your house can be quite cool. But I'm with you that if they're just hung along the gutter in a very haphazard, like these were Christmas lights sort of thing, it's weird. But I do think that that clear lights, like white light bulbs or the yellow ones, whatever, you know, we call them like the, yeah. the, 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 the tint to them. I really think those, when done properly, can look great. But the, you know when someone's done them right and when someone is just throwing them up there. Yeah, I feel like if you drove by my house and saw those, yeah. you would not think Christmas lights. Yeah. That, at least that's what I'm hoping. Why well, would, you know. That's the vibe I'm going for. Because I like them. Yes. I couldn't agree more. And I don't want to take them down. No. So I just turn them on. I mean, it's not like they're, I mean, uh, it's not labor intensive to take them out of there, but well, just leave them on there. Yeah. I sure I saw Valentine's Day lights up in my neighborhood already. Oh. Yeah, like that. red and white. And, and, and they were not on during the Christmas season, so it's like, no, I know this house put them up recently. Valentine's Day lights. That's, that's have you, becoming a thing. Is the red light thing still a thing? Because I have one of those in my neighborhood. Someone puts the red light? Yeah, like their porch light is red. Yeah, that's, It's just the one bulb. That's usually code for we like to party. And right. And the white rock. That's what I thought. But, but is that still a thing, or is that I yesterday's news? I don't know. I'm not big into the swing. This is a family home. I don't know about the swing community, although my buddy was out at a bar. Uh, I can't think the name of it, but he was at a bar last weekend, and he said that there was a uh, swinger party going on. Wait. Where they, yeah, they were like openly, they had like a swinger uh, huh? get-together happening. I, I'm all about getting freaky, but a red light means that you are partying, but but in a sexual like. If you put the red light, way, if you do the one, if that. you do the okay. one red light, or you do the white rock in your like a big painted white rock, that apparently means that you're down to uh, you know. Don't ask Sue how he knows that. To explore the studio space. Yeah, that, I thought that was universal. You don't know that. Schultzy is see. I think it's like a, kind of an older thing. It must be because I, I am very. Are... I, I love the strip clubs. I'm seedy. I'm Ooh. a degenerate. Oh. I, I would say that I'm a little bit of a perv, oh. but I did not know that. Really? We're clearly not that much of a perv. Yeah, this guy's right. Okay. Someone needs to invent Christmas lights with a little switch on them. February they turn pink and red. Green around St. Patrick's Day. Red, white, and blue. July Fourth. I love that. I think they have those. I mean, yeah. I have I have LED lights out around my like fire pit. Yeah. That are outdoor lights, and you can, can change colors. Yeah, you can do remotes oh. for whatever you want. Yeah, they're already invented then. But I, idea, I don't have them in front, and they're not. It's like a, but it's like a strip, like you know what I mean. They're they're not light bulbs. It's just a. Yeah, it's it, like a, yeah. two foot long like tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just kind of goes like underneath the rim of like where the the seats are and stuff, and then you can you can turn them on different colors. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming that, yeah. that they have those out front. So check this: the red porch light now. You know what the significance of it is now? I do not. It means. So particularly in February, and that did start uh, this house that I'm noticing where I walk the dog. Yeah, it started just the last week. Okay, it's to raise consciousness about heart disease. Really? Yeah, it's l- less than sexy. Big it's, shift uh, on that one. Yeah, big shift. So from swingers to heart disease. Yeah, huh? red porch lights are dedicated to heart health awareness and raise consciousness about heart disease, promoting a heart healthy lifestyle. Hmm. I had no idea. So uh, is the White Rock still a thing? You tell me. I don't know, man. Yeah, you're the expert that brought us this info. Hey, man. I'm just saying, if someone wants to uh, throw an invite out there, look, I'm open to some things. Unlike so that, Schultz, Schultz don't put up uh, you know, weird barriers there. So Schultz, that came up because we've been on the air a long-ass time. And I that that 
was years ago, and it was this bit about Lake Oswego. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And yeah. when you're when you and when you're uh, boating out there, yeah, you see the... you, you, everybody has their backyards and their you know you you yeah you from I mean, the lake all... that you can see yeah. yeah. So if you put out a white rock, painted white rock, it signifies, hey, yeah, we're here to. Uh, uh, you know, do I need some to cool go boating stuff. and let go, I guess. All right, but I don't know if that's still a thing because now everybody knows about that because some stupid radio show's talking about it. So, so it's now probably it's, moved on to something else. Yeah, something different. I know. I keep getting waited to. I keep waiting to get invited to something, and it's it's not happening. It's getting a little disappointing here. Let's go, people. Pineapple chop, flag. Chop, chop. Yeah, I've heard the pineapple thing. Is that? I thought it was an upside down pineapple. I don't know. I, I don't know where that, but I've I've heard of the pineapple thing before as well. They got to keep switching it up. Keep people on their toes. Yeah, my buddy, he was at the Triple Nickel, and they were hosting. Hey, that was this weekend. He was like, "Hey, do you want to come out?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm on the couch. I'm tired. I'm old." And he's like, "Hey, we're at the Triple Nickel, and they're hosting a swinger meetup." And I was like, "Ah." Eh? Mm. And then I just kept eating Chinese food and laid back down. Wasn't enough to get me off the couch, but yeah, apparently, I mean, they have those. I don't think the Triple Nickel was like the. I think that can happen anywhere. I just, but I think they have those gathering. It's probably some sort of Reddit group. I'm assuming that's how you find those sorts of things. Oh, either that or you meet someone that's into that. Like you, you've, we've all been there at a bar or something, and there's like that weird seedy couple that wears a lot of like jewelry, and the dude's shirts unbuttoned a bunch, and they're over there like, like talking to people together. It's like a recruitment thing. In fact, that happened to us once. I don't know if you were there, Rob. That happened at one of our holiday parties. Um, what were you there? I don't know. We had a holiday party. Tell me more. We had a holiday party uh, a number of years ago, and one of the uh, sales guys brought a lady along, and they were uh, they were recruiting. <laughs> they were pulling a Dan Lanning. They were recruiting Who hard. Who was this? I'm trying to remember what that dude's name was. He was a little fella. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Ryan Cooley. <laughs> no, he doesn't work here anymore. In fact, that might have been the exodus of him. Uh, of, of him leaving, I think a lot of people were were bothered by it. But yeah, he had he had some gal with him, and they were. Um, hey, I'm I'm all for it. They were looking. They I mean, I'm not looking. all. I mean, I you know, I you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, why is this such a? Why is that? Why is that bad? Like, if people wanted, I, I think the pro- I think the problem is he was making people at the company party very uncomfortable. I grow up. Oh, you can't s where you eat either. That's probably. Oh yeah, people are saying <laughs> good key, rule of thumb. Yeah, key parties. I've heard of those. What's that? Everyone puts their keys in a fishbowl, and then the, the the ladies pull the keys out, and whichever you know, whosoever car key they pull out, that's who they go with. That's a bold move right what? there, dude. Yeah, key parties. I love that. Yeah. That I mean, I hate fun. that idea. You gotta be real careful with Terrible. that one, though. Yeah, that's terrible. Is you may be, well, you no, may be getting it, a first round pick, or you may be getting well, unside free agent. But what if they're all first round picks? <laughs> uh, they're not first round. Yeah, picks. in fact, I'd say most of them are sixth and seventh rounders, probably. Yeah, I think that world. Uh, I think it's like nude beaches. As someone that's been to plenty of nude beaches, the idea is that you go to a nude beach and it's full of hots. The reality, it's not. It's not. There may right. you can find hots. Absolutely. But the vast majority of people, mm, mm, yeah, so much. All right, I have fun doing it news coming up next. <laughs> Buck, Buck's wife and but we are hurt. way behind. Uh, it is 626 on the fan. 
Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I'm going to kick some butt in the traffic, traffic on the road's road. I'm going to kick some ass, little ass, some little ass. Rock, fly, eagle. On 1080, The Fan. Double sun power! And now to the uh, tale of Dana and Josh and their love affair, steamy love affair. Uh, Dana is 29, Josh is 32. They are high school sweethearts. That's adorable. Uh, but they have recently shown up on Bridezilla's Reddit thread. <laughs> Bridezilla has a Reddit thread? Oh, yeah. Right. Everybody has a Reddit thread, man. <laughs> I remember that show. I think it was on Fox. Shocker. I remember that Bridezilla. I was wondering if any of that was true or if they just acted like ragey bitches because oh, of the cameras were there. I think it's true. <laughs> anyway, um, the bridesmaids of this woman, Dana, took to the Bridezilla's Reddit thread to call her out because she was caught having a quickie with her fiancé's uncle ooh. about 30 minutes before she was set to walk down the aisle. Oh, ooh, Uncle Sticky, huh? Ouch. How about that? That's a little, that's a little awkward. But at the same time, mind your own business, ladies. <laughs> well, that's not why they're pissed. <laughs> so I guess Josh caught him. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the, and the of course. Yeah, the husband to be. Yes. Although it's good you find out then, right? I mean Right. Better than before. It's not like she's a married woman or anything. That's a that just seems like a weird that's a weird time, right? <laughs> weird time what? Well, like yeah, to be doing it? Well, yeah. I mean clearly you're uh you know, whatever. You've got some morals, uh that are a little bit looser, and I'm not here to judge, but like thirty minutes before the wedding, it's kind of busy time for. Right, there's a lot yeah. going, a lot going Maybe on. She got there. ready early, I guess. <sighs> you got, you got and to then Unky Chuckles walks in. Yeah, and you got to worry about makeup smear. Was that planned? Was it uh, like a spur of the moment? Sort well, of you know they've done it before. Well, clearly. And I wonder if this was uh, before or after those. Uh, usually nowadays you do the reveal photos, so like the husband will see the you know the wife of the wedding dress for the first time. Wonder if that uh, happened before or after Maybe those reveal, reveal photos. photos? Yeah, where you see, yeah, my wife, She, I turned around and I saw her for the first time at our wedding, and they took photo reactions of that. I'm just wondering if that stupid happened before or after that. I would like to see the photos of this uh, wedding party. Yeah, Ditto. I think that would be interesting. <laughs> a little awkward, you know, just a scooch. Anyway, why they're pissed is that she has asked them to help her pay for the canceled wedding venue. She wants five grand <laughs> from each of them. From, whoa. Yeah. From each of the bridesmaids? Yeah. Yeah, they said she was being a bridezilla, and she made him buy $2,000 dresses, and now she wants them to help her pay for the for the cancellation fee. Well, yeah. Hmm. For her her actions. Well, I'm, I'm confused. Like, But it was 30 minutes before the wedding. Don't you just have to pay for the venue anyways? Like, she was paying for the venue. No, I guess they canceled it. They Everybody, le- everybody left in and a stunning works, turn huh? of events. Yeah. And they had to pay a. I'm sorry, it wasn't five thousand each. It was a five thousand dollar cancellation fee. Yeah. For the venue. Why is it so hard to just say no? No to what? Doing it? All no, 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 no. That I get why that's. Hard oh to no get. to getting married. No. Well, I get that too. No, like if uh, if my buddy came to me and was like, "Hey, dude, I'm getting married. I want you up there with me." I beg. I got you, man. I'm here for you. He's like, "Hey, but I need you to wear this suit." I'm like, "All right." Two grand. Hmm. I have no problem saying no. I'm like, man, I love you. <laughs> I do. And I'm happy to stand up there with you. And I'm happy to wear whatever you would like me to wear. 
But if you think that I'm going to write a check for $2,000 to put on a suit that I'm going to wear one time to stand up there and take some photos that it really doesn't matter if I'm in or not, you're badass crazy. And then at the end of that, again, maybe this is a male-female thing, but if someone came to me and was like, hey, uh, the wedding's off. I was stupid Uncle Sticky Fingers over there. And uh, it's five grand to cancel the wedding. I'm going to need a grand from you. In what world, like, again, is it that hard? It is a female thing. Is it that hard to say no? Well, I think for the women, it is. Saying no to any of that. Well, the women are just, they want to be supportive. You don't. You don't care. Is that, am I a bad person? I mean, would you do that? Your brother, yeah, yeah, your brother's already married, but your brother's like, hey, man, I I need you to be my best man, but it's $2,000 to buy. Do you buy that suit? I'm talking to him about it. Are you? I'm like, Dude, really? I don't know. I guess he wouldn't. I mean, he would never ask that. Well, but he, but he is. He is. He's asking. But he would never do that. But he is. It's just. He's like. It means a lot to me. And I'd be like, well, two thousand dollars means a lot to me. <laughs> like, uh, in what in what world does that exist? I'd probably just do it. Would you? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's hey me. I mean, if he said it means a lot to me, I'd be like, you're an idiot. But okay. <laughs> Huh. I I just then I'd return it. <laughs> you keep the price tag on it. <laughs> I've done that before. Have you really? Well, those pants. Oh, that is true. In Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. The famous pants. Yeah. Famous jeans. I can see that. If I'm wearing a two thousand dollars suit and I'm wearing it once, you better believe that sucker's going back Costco style. Although if it's a two thousand suit or two thousand dollars suit, I'm not certain that what their return policy is. They might not be as uh is as free and easy. Or I just it. start wearing it every day. <laughs> Paid two thousand for it. I'm gonna get my money's worth. I'm just amazed at, you know, and this goes for birthdays, it goes for anniversaries, it goes for weddings. The amount of crap that people ask of others that blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind, and that people feel like if they say something, then it just makes them a jerk. Yeah. I, I don't understand. There is that. a guilt, um, sort of. I think with women more so than yeah. men, but there there is definitely a guilt factor. So do I just lack that empathy in Gene? Because that doesn't work on me at all, under any circumstances. Well. <laughs> I would laugh. I would think you. <laughs> are you out of your mind? No, I'm not doing that. I think one of the great skills in life is learning to say no. Well, I will say these women did not. They they they, are, they didn't pony up. No, they they took to Reddit. They did the right thing and took to Reddit. <laughs> And just talked S behind her back. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But she's the one that was doing the uncle, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. But I've seen these things all the time where, you know, the, the, these things get posted. And, and I always wonder, like, how authentic they are. But I've heard horror stories about stuff like this, about, you know, brides making demands, about, you know, people paying for things and not, you know, like, registries, you know, this being, like, super expensive gifts. And if you don't bring one, you can't come. And. All kinds of horrible stuff like that. Destination weddings and then requiring people to go. Yeah, those are that's always tough. So much drama. Well, I, I know for a fact that if uh, if I'm ever uh, forced to 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 do it again, uh, which I'm fighting, but you never know. Weird mm-hmm. stuff happens. It, it won't be here. It'll be in Japan. Yeah, and I'm not expecting anyone to pack up and fly to Japan. I'll be like, hey, uh, certainly the invite will be thrown out, but Japan's not cheap. That's kind but of a I long think, flight. I'm not expecting anyone to get on a plane and go to Japan. Don't you think with destination weddings, that's kind of generally speaking, that's it's kind of the standard. The it's standard an is invitation. 
Well, the standard is, hey, this is what we're doing, and we totally get it if you can't make it. Yes. I think that's... I would hope so. That's the general vibe. But if you're if you're bothered that someone can't take a five days or a week off of, uh, of work and then spend a couple Gs to fly across the world to see you say whatever you got to say up there, eh, I just feel like, man, there's just... We put a lot of undue expectations on other people. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not about that. Eh, I think that's that's for the birds. I had a buddy of mine get married, and it was just a simple wedding. Uh, yeah, it's simple wedding at uh, at a friend's house or whatever. And it was like the island vibe. We had like linen pants and a shirt, and uh, and I was like, I'm like, I just tell me what you want to wear, and he provided the shirt and pants. I was like, no, I'm like, we're fine. And he was like, no, 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 no. He bought, he bought. The, and that's like, you're talking like $30 shirts. But like, even he was just like, no, like I'll, I'm, you know, he didn't want to impose. And I appreciated that. I still ended up, I think I bought the pants and he gave me the shirt. But I still appreciated the idea of you're asking someone to come be part of your day. You shouldn't be asking someone to then spend a bunch of money. That's, that's a bit Kind of how it works though. I know. Weddings in general are the biggest scam going. Scam going, hands down. Yeah, I don't want to be in your bridal party, or I mean, in your. <laughs> you don't want to come to Japan. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying anyone's. I don't care who you are. Well, we've talked about. I'll this, just send you a nice gift. But I am. Uh, I believe I am uh, abnormal. I have not been in like wedding parties. Like it, it just doesn't happen. Well, no one likes you. Yeah, yeah. I think they know I'm going to ruin something. I think I was. I was. Uh, I think I've been in like two my entire life. And I assume that that was a, a and people are like, oh no, man, I've been in tons. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't make the cut. All right, uh, we are once again way over. Ah, bless America. I have frozen dead Chiefs fans follow up. Yeah, I Remember saw that yeah, story. I saw this. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that next. Here's um, Schultz with Sports Center. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. We just stepped out of the shower. We'll be down in a minute. All right, listen, you guys can't go. Did you just say we? What? Did you just say we just stepped out of the shower? I said he. Right, okay. On 1080, The Fan. Double power! Uh, where was I? Chiefs, dead Chiefs fans follow up. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, uh, the, the fro- was it three of them right? Yeah, they froze at this dude's house. And then they just sat there for like two days. Yeah, not at the not even for the cold game. The no. Dolphins game. Yeah. It was the final regular season game. It was chilly, but it wasn't like, you know, yeah. negative 20 or whatever. Now, the cousin of one of the fans who was found frozen to death in the dude's yard yeah. claims that the homeowner, Jordan Willis, they called him the chemist. Mm. And the reason they called him the chemist is because he would give them wild drug concoctions. Yeah, when he worked as a, like a pharmacy tech or something. He worked, he, he had... I don't remember if he was a, a full-on pharmacy. He was an. They said he was an HIV uh, scientist. Yeah, he had access to the drug. He had the access to the drugos. So you know he was getting some good stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. And and there was uh, one of them I saw had fentanyl and something else in his system. Two like serious drugs. He had some fentanyl and maybe some blow in him. But yeah, one of uh, one of them had, uh, and so if one of them had that, my guess is that uh, they were all doing something. You didn't just go outside and then just sit down and 
get a little chilly and fall asleep. Yeah, so this guy's blowing the lid off of this. He's like, dude, this, you know, they call him the chemist. Yeah. It's really easy to go out with him and have a good time. He puts stuff together. Mm hmm. But in this case, he screwed up. Yeah. And like the, the, the guy who survived, he's clamming up. He's not saying anything. Well, that's the chemist. Yeah, that's the chemist, right? So he's clamming up. And the other family members of the dead people are they're doing the whole, it would never happen because my Johnny didn't do anything and he never took any drugs. Meanwhile, yeah, you did. Like, you did. But we have to say this. Anytime someone gets in, in trouble or anytime someone dies, the, the family always has to come out and be like, well, that's not the guy I knew. Well, that's probably true. That's not the guy you knew. But his friends knew someone uh, quite different than you. And the friends uh, that knew your uh, son or husband or boyfriend, they knew a guy that liked to get rip ass on fentanyl and whatever else the chemist mm. was putting together. And, you know, this time it went a bit too far. But that guy should still face charges for well, hell yeah. killing his friends with drugs. But you are so right. That dude, he holed up in his house and he, Mind, I, yep. he knew they were out there yep. and he was concocting a story. Yep. He I was said, calling attorneys. I or, said that right from the get-go. Yeah. That dude knows exactly what they took, knew exactly <laughs> how this went down, and he knew they were dead right. He woke up and was like, hey, where is everybody? Oh, crap. Well, just going to sit in the house and pretend that I don't know. You know what else happened? S about F. <laughs> the latest story? What? Is that he is in rehab now. Ah. He, went, he went straight to rehab. That's a defense. Well, guarantee ab that's it's a defense, a defense yeah. because his is going to be as like, look, dude, we all got into some wild stuff that night. We all partied. I don't know whose stuff it was. I just know we were all on something. I passed out for two straight days. I woke up. It's not my fault. Now I'm in rehab. Oh, guarantee. Aren't there reports of him being like an alcoholic as well? Oh, I don't know. I didn't I see that. About that. I'm not going to lie. At least to his problems. That's a pretty smart play. Well, it, it might be the least, but it leans into... If he is saying that he's a substance abuser, being an alcoholic would prove that. So. Well, I mean, it's... You it's got a no smart play going to rehab? Well, the, the, every, mean? He has played this yeah, he for has. having killed his friends. <laughs> on accident. On accident. It's not a homicide. No. Having been responsible for... And, and I, I... You know what? I don't even like that. Don't pass the buck. <laughs> Look, we all know that when you go out, no one's putting a gun to your head. And telling you to take the pill or take the snort or go to the uh, you know the the red light district or the upside down pineapple. Let's take some accountability for ourselves. All I'm saying is for someone in his situation that may or may not uh, be re be held responsible for this, he's played this as well as you can. Shut up! Don't say anything. Yeah. You don't know what happened. I was asleep for two plus days and now I'm in rehab. That's about as well as you can do at that point. And I'm assuming he probably feels terrible. I mean, I would hope his friends are dead. Yeah. But it was one of those where, you know, why did he live and the other ones didn't? I don't know. Maybe he took a little bit less than everybody. Maybe he just, he didn't go outside. I don't know. But it's, you know, it's like an episode of True Detective right now. Oh, did a bunch of weird stuff and then walked out on the ice. All right. Well, there's your frozen dead Chiefs fans follow-up right here on the fan. Yeah. And you knew it wasn't going to be anything other than just that. Yeah, I mean, it kind of all pointed that way. Well, every now and then you get that like uh, American. Knew it. You get that American nightmare situation, that Netflix documentary where you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, turned out it was actually the unbelievable story. But for the most part, dude, if you end up dead in your backyard, you know what happened. Well, Occam's razor, right? You got to just go with the simplest explanation here. <laughs> Looks like that's what happened. You know, 
look, if I come in tomorrow and be like, uh, my, my lady's gone and uh, her car's still there and everything's, you know, you know who did it, me. It's, you go on a cruise. Oh, my wife fell off the, uh, the deck. Yeah, you know what happened. For the most part. There's exceptions to the rule, but you know what's up. All right. We'll wrap it up next mm. on The Fan. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. You know, I always thought I could be a great salesman. Well, believe me, I could talk anybody into anything, except women into sex. That's the only thing I can't do. On 1080, The Fan. Can I get a hot tub? All right. Well, we're out of here. That's it. F all of you. That's a bit harsh. <laughs> it's fun being back for a day. Love Some you of you. Oh, yeah. yeah, are you gonna be back tomorrow? I don't. I don't think I can. I'm in for the morning, and then I got a <sighs> uh, evening shift for the hot corner. So, <sighs> so Sorry, Buck guys. Uh, may or may not be back, tomorrow? or will? I, I don't. Yeah, know. we don't know. So Dirt's not on the mornings anymore, right? They fire him for eight weeks. So who's on that show? Sprague. Sprague. And I. Wait, Sprague and you? Where's Swagar? Swag's uh, on the road calling a pilots He's game. Got I the believe. Big pilots games. Hope he's wearing his team-issued gear. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I think he wears that regardless. I have. have I'm, I've been inclined lately to text Swigard because I'm jonesing to gamble. Yeah. And Trying I'm, to get some inside info? Yeah, on the pilots. Try to get some, see what he thinks about the pilots' <laughs> chances against, uh, I don't, think I don't can, know, I don't think Lipscomb. Do, I don't, well, they got Gonzaga coming up. What do you mean you can't do that? Of course you can. You don't think play-by-play guys gamble? I don't think they're supposed to. Well, they're definitely not supposed to, but they do. Oh, boy. Scandal. I'm sure Swigard doesn't, though. No. Um, We got to run. Beautiful things are coming up next. We're back tomorrow, 3 to 7 on The Fan. Good night. Red ships of Spain. Red ships of Spain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.